set. Places, everybody. And action. Hi guys, you're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing Carmen, a hip hop from 2001, <laughs> directed by Aquarian legend, okay. Robert Townsend. Yeah, this is another Robert Townsend production. Yes, you know, um... We have to pay respects to an Aquarian legend, Robert Townsend. He has done great works like the five heartbeats, like our previous episode, Hollywood Shuffle. Mm -hmm. And now he is remixing it with Carmen, a (laughs) hip-hopera. I want to know who thought of that. Uh, Probably somebody at MTV. You know, I mean, <laughs> I was wondering that the entire time. I was like, who decided that was going to be the title? They were like, we're going to do something for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to bring this tale from the mid-50s. We're going to modernize it for the youth. Mm-hmm. And this is what we have. A hip-hopper. Uh. <laughs> and I would say, Robert didn't write this. It was someone named Michael Elliott. Which I feel like, I just watched the actual, um, somebody, shout out to the Beyonce fans of YouTube um, who have uploaded some of her early stuff onto the platform because I watched Making the Movie, not Making the Video, um, where they went like behind the scenes or whatever. And of course, it's just really just them joking around and shit like that. Like it's not really like an in-depth <laughs> thing. Um, but uh, yeah, it was very interesting to kind of watch that. I was hoping I would get something like, okay, this is why we came up with this. But like they really didn't give you a lot of like backstory into like why they decided to make this movie. And I was hoping I could find a little something. But the guy who wrote this apparently wrote um, Like Mike, <laughs> Brown Sugar. Okay. And, um, is it Just Right? That's the one with Queen Latifah and um, Common. Common, yeah. Which I have not seen that one, I don't think. But um, yeah, so he... Oh gosh, he's on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? I don't know what that's about if he's married to somebody on there, but I was trying to find like who, cause I don't know. This wasn't really a time where you got like all the, all the backstory and the ins and outs of everything. I feel like nowadays you'll get like the oral history of something, but they really, I don't, I don't know about all that. <laughs> they really didn't really go into that much detail. I did find one dazed article that kind of talked about it, but I was like, this seems like, this seems like somebody from Stan Twitter wrote this because I was like, y'all are doing a lot. But then it also seemed like a white person wrote it because they were like, you may remember Mackay Pfeiffer as the, the they called him a love rat or something. It was very weird, the term they used. They were, they basically they said, you may remember Mackay Pfeiffer from The Boy, uh, uh, oh, The Boy is Mine. 
That's it. We And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, someone not black wrote this. Because it was in 2017. That was when the article was from. And I was like, oh, somebody not right. Oh. No, sorry. No, somebody not black. Like, Mackay Pfeiffer is a respected actor. Pause. Somebody black did write this. Oh. That's even worse. How old? <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm sorry if you listen to this, but like, I don't understand. Um, maybe you were talking to the youth. I mean, they also hey. described the movie as buried. And I'm like, I feel like everybody knows about. Well, if you were there. If you were there, but also this movie at a certain point was very hard to get a hold of because it yeah. wasn't available for streaming. Yeah. I physically had a copy, but I also bought it around the time it was released <laughs> because I guess if you're if your main source of movie getting or movie acquirement is Netflix, then yeah, you probably would um not know about this. This is why physical media is important, mm-hmm. as Brittany has clearly demonstrated. So I've had this movie since my teens. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, God. Whenever it was released on DVD, I've had it since then. Um, yeah, they called it her, the, her lost acting debut. And I was like, what? I mean, okay. technically it would be. This is her so. first Maybe film role before no. Gold Member. You know what, too? I, we also have to say that MTV and Viacom are really awful. Up until very recently, This, I guess this is another Paramount Plus plug that we're not getting paid for. Because I haven't watched Paramount Plus. Um, they do not. And I have no idea why. I think maybe because of the music involved and getting the rights or something. I don't know. Um they do not have a good track record with putting their old content on streaming services. Um, yeah, which you I can't that, get them think, together movies. You, you can't know. get the together soundtracks. You can't get, y'all don't know nothing about together, but you can't <laughs> get together? together. It was, so together was a made for TV MTV movie that was okay. a fake boy band. Okay, I'm seeing it now with a two. A parody boy is band. Like, is this like O Town? <laughs> yeah, well, O Town was for real, but fake. <laughs> that was the first making a band before Diddy got it. Oh, that, yeah, that's what O Town was. That wasn't him, that was something else. Uh huh. So, guys, so O Town was the original making a band when making a band was on um, ABC. Mm-hmm. And then when Diddy got it, that was on MTV. So, mm-hmm. that's just for y'all. Ash- what was it? Ashley, Ashley, what was it? Ashley name? Parker Angel. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That's O Town, yeah. That is a name picked out of a hat, girl. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing that. He put the razzle and that dazzle on that name. <laughs> They had that song called Liquid Dreams. I was like, Yes, song. about wet dreams and shit. That first album go off, man. It had Shy Girl, it had Painter. Bitch, yes. They had some song on there I cannot remember. Which they one? Had a song I cannot remember. On what the Doctor Doolittle 2 soundtrack, We Fit Together, we wanna hear that knock knock around you to the beat. <laughs> I liked Old Town, okay? I need to go back and revisit. I'm trying to think of which song, if it's or if it's even them. It could have been some other, like, you know, third string boy band. And that's what, <laughs> Old Town was D-Leagues, but they're, like, 
that yeah, first you album your, was. You had your A list, like your first <laughs> string, put them out to win the game, like in sync, in the Backstreet Boys, and like you know some other blast from the past, and then you had some more like. I don't know, like maybe 98 degrees. Yeah, you got the the Uggos, like 98 degrees, and then you get way (laughs) back in there and get to the Old Towns. I loved that song, what, 98 degrees have it? Give me just one night. Oh, and I know, Jay. (laughs) That was my shit. That was, I think, before he got, uh, Nick Lachey got married. Yeah, they did that. Yeah. And I can't tell you anything else about them other than it's Nicholas Shane, I guess his brother and some other people. His brother Drew and they look like they do. Um, <laughs> Drew is not that bad looking, I guess. This might be an old picture though, so I don't know. Wait, is this um, the brother named Drew? Somebody in there named Drew it's and it's some brothers. Jeff. Yeah, it's Nick and Drew. And then Somebody some named Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people I've never seen before. <laughs> These are literally people I've never seen before. So yes, um, like we said last episode, I think like in our Carmen episode, that this is gonna be pretty nostalgia heavy because I feel like this is the heyday. Um, it's very interesting because this was made in two thousand one, and I feel like this is a lot of um. A lot of pop culture moments, a lot of songs were made around this time that um, are hitting their 20th anniversary this year. And uh, it's reminding me that I was very happy once. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have a little hope? Girl, I feel, I literally, I legit think it was, it was 9-11 because there was so much optimism at least for me, like, I mean, I was, like, in seventh, sixth and seventh grade this year, like, at least in 2001. So, I, you know, um, I didn't know much about nothing. <laughs> but it just felt like, oh, you know, things can happen. You know, I'm, I'm hitting junior high and all that stuff. And so, like, <laughs> like two weeks in, <laughs> someone decided to crash a plane into a couple buildings. And, like, well, shit. And it's 20 years later. And it's just been a downward spiral ever since then. So um, we had some good pop culture moments that endured the test. Um, But after a certain while, we're going to get to a point where we're going to be like, in 2005, it's going to be like, the 20th anniversary of this. I'm like, all right, cut it off. (laughs) Nothing else good happened after this. Is it the 20th anniversary, like, pop, lock, and drop it? Oh, God. Toot that thing. Oh, shit. Wait. Did that even come out in 2005 or 2006 no, or 7? I, I think it was 2007. That was still popular when I was in freshman year of mm. college. <laughs> that was the two that mm, pop, lock, and drop it, y'all. Looked at that it. was very popular that summer. Mm. And that's why I knew I was uh, out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> you had that good, good knees to pop, lock, knees, and drop it. My knees were done. I hadn't even started derby yet. My knees were done. I used to get mm. out of breath. Girl, out of breath. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> just trash um but yeah so this is this movie i think i mean did did mtv really do a lot of of these made for tv movies yes i watched many of them there was another one i'm forgetting the name so let me look up um look it up really quickly there was right. another one starring monica Okay, wait a minute. I didn't know she was uh, embraced by MTV. 
Um, it's like called Heart Song, I think. Okay. Um, or Love Song. A Love Song. Okay. This was from 2005? 2000. Oh, I'm looking at something from 2000. Oh, I guess this is an archive. Never mind. Okay. And it was directed by uh, Julie Dash. Um, and I remember watching that. And Rachel True is in there and S.S. Atkins. So that, that came like on. Um, one of three times Monica was on MTV. Yes. <laughs> so that definitely came on. Monica was never really a heavy presence on MTV like that. Not regular no. MTV. No. Well, the first night used to come on often. Okay. Somebody got taste in the programming. No. I feel like I would see more of Monica on MTV jams. Yeah. When she put out I, that one album, that uh, that PYT, what yes. was that song called? It wasn't called PYT, but it sampled PYT. Mm-hmm. That was my shit. But the first all night, eyes on me. Oh, all I, yes. But the first night, um, that used to come on for sure. Okay. For sure. And then of course the boy is mine because I was like, of, of course, of, of course, for everybody involved, including Mackay Fiber. No. <laughs> Um, so I guess like this, the cast, I mean, the story, let's start with the story first. The story is almost the exact same, um, minus a couple of key differences. Like, um, I mean, there's some character names that are changed. Most of the character names are different except for Carmen's and her name is Carmen Brown, mm-hmm. which, which I didn't even realize until like almost the end of the movie. And then, um, her love interest, which is Derek Hill, that's played by Mackay Pfeiffer. He's a cop. He's a sergeant um, in the Philly police force or whatever. And uh, and I don't know if we're called... Are we calling him most deaf? This episode, are we calling him Yasin? Is it Yasin Bey? Yasin Bey. Um, I was calling him most deaf, but we could call him Yasin Bey. I mean, I feel like I would probably interchange because <laughs> yeah because i don't even think he really does he doesn't really come out of the house that much anymore no unfortunately um the artist formerly known as most deaf <laughs> okay let's do yasin okay i'm just gonna say yasin so yasin um aka most deaf uh plays i think his name is frank miller he is a lieutenant in the police force who's like a crooked cop um and then i think mostly everything else kind of plays out the same except that there's no rusty miller there's no boxer it's actually a rap artist named blaze which i did not know who this man was i had to google him um apparently he was on in living color yeah i guess i was like who is this? He looks so familiar. He looked like this um, singer. I don't know if you remember him. His name is Glenn Lewis. Yes. And, that, and he, I used to fucking love that song that he had. That one song he had. Well, don't you forget it. Hey. <laughs> that was my shit. Oh my God. He used to come on VH1 Soul all the time. Oh my God. I used to love that. And I think it was on BET a lot too. Oh. I have like zero like tolerance for like really slow vibey songs, but that song was. That song was really good. And he was like floating around or whatever the fuck. Remember he was like <laughs> on the ground floating around though? 
Like he was floating. I do not remember the video, but I remember the song. I for remember. Sure. Oh no, he wasn't on the ground. I think he was like laid down next to some records. He was like listening to records or whatever. Hmm. Um. They had like this nice afro, and he had these giant headphones on. And stuff. He's very cute. Uh. So, I think those are like the big changes. Um. Mm-hmm. As well as like I guess like setting from like Philadelphia to to LA um but it mostly plays out the same you know these two people uh Derek and Carmen they meet while Derek is uh engaged to a young Reagan Gomez (laughs) she's so cute in this movie yeah Reagan Gomez is always cute and everything but she's so cute in this movie um and they fall for each other and have to run off when he gets into some shit with the law, basically. So it's not too far off uh, from the original like premise. It's just got a lot more music than I remember it having. It has so much music. And it's almost like, I mean, it is a hip hop, but I don't know why I thought there was going to be a ballad at one point, but there was a ballad. <laughs> I, I remembered it way differently. Okay. Then what? Like, I didn't remember the plot differently, but I remember the music differently. And then I remember why I remembered it differently. Why did you remember it differently? Because the music is unremarkable. Yeah, there's nothing I can remember. <laughs> the only song I remember is a song that she sings with most Def, not most Def, sorry, with Wyclef John yes. and the tarot uh room and uh i think it's mostly too because she's singing and not rapping mm-hmm. which i didn't realize i don't know why because everybody talk about like you know beyonce be rapping and stuff in her songs um but like i feel like this is probably one of the first times somebody's gonna correct me but <laughs> i feel like this is probably one of the first times because i don't remember her ever really doing that pre this movie um she never did it on any of the Destiny's Child albums, from also what I can remember. Mm. Maybe like the Bootylicious remix, kind of, sort of, rap song. I don't even remember the Bootylicious. <laughs> Sorry, oh every time oh I say Bootylicious, I think of something else. It's definitely not, I don't even want to know what you're saying. It's definitely not um, the original no, but I don't remember the Bootylicious um, remix. remix. Oh my God, it's one of the best ones. I love it. This is back when remixes were actually remixed. and they. Just I think I remember the, the video. Well, Missy was on there. Remember they were all in um, uh, Airbus T's? Mm-hmm. And I think somebody had a side pony. I was pretty sure it was Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And the uh, denim skirts. Girl, Miss Tina mm-hmm. loved the denim. Miss mm-hmm. Tina loved her denim. <laughs> or was that the Nasty Girl video? Was there a nasty girl video? I don't like that song. So. And the booty out loud, tongue over the mouth, cleaning from here to Mexico, walking with a tits on hands on her hands. Beyonce was in her southern girl bag, being judgmental. Southern church girl. If you get better, she lets it go. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I don't think this is, I didn't know they did one, but I guess she might be right because they're in like little jewel downs. Mm-hmm. I've never seen like, this before. Beyonce has on like blue and Kelly. Oh, somebody has on green. Kelly has on green. She's got a, a red. This is her hair. 
This don't look like Kelly's normal hairstyle, but I guess. Do she got on the stole hair? <laughs> it's a very small picture, so I can't tell. And they're all, you know, not in HD. Nothing was in HD. We suffered. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know the lyrics of something, you suffered. <laughs> you had to go to azlyrics.com. Hey, yo, look it up. Lyrics. <laughs> Girl, the last time I went on there, this shit tried to give you a virus. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, we're done here. We are done here. <laughs> you had to go to AZ Lyrics, look it up, or you just had to um, listen to the song over and over, write make down the lyrics to yourself in your lyrics notebook. You and make it up, and then people will be like, that's not what that is. <laughs> I do not recognize this hair. That's our stole hair. That's from her first album. That's our stole hair. Are you talking about that little... Not a bob. I don't know what you would call that. Yeah, that looked like a remix of her soul here. Yeah, this is a bit long. I've never seen this video, which means uh, somebody... That was unreleased. Yeah, somebody must have been like, girl, sit down. (laughs) Yeah, they couldn't release that uh, song. Keep it to your... Oh, no, they got it on... uh, They got it on YouTube, it looks like. This might be a still image, (laughs) but I never liked Nasty Girl. Like, there's something about that song that rubbed me the wrong way instantaneously, and I'm something about that rubbed young 10-year-old me <laughs> the wrong way. I was just like, oh, From okay. the jump. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, I guess. I was like, dang. And I was like, listen, we're about to get into some territory. But as much as, much as Beyonce loved her a booty short and a, and a crop top... <laughs> Like Miss Miss Beyonce, your booty is literally all out because all jeans during this time period were low cut. So, oh, hey, low rise jeans were a prison. Yes, that's okay. We are all over the place. This is why all the old bitches are mad <laughs> on TikTok. Oh, wait, what did we do now? What happened? Like, this is why all the old bitches on TikTok are mad because they don't they don't want low-rise jeans to come back. They want all the jeans to be up to their nipples, y'all. So let them have that. I can't do that either. We need a midpoint. We need a good midpoint. We can't go too low and we can't go too high. And I am one of them. I need my shit up like Urkel. So... <laughs> And I need my <laughs> shit like midway because my titties do not need to touch the the waistband of my jeans. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not, I can't have a Manuela Santos moment. Like oh no, we won't. I can't that. do it. <laughs> well, you know that shit always. We about to get into real crazy territory because you know how young she was at that. But the way people be talking about young people doing shit like that. Uh, Manny was like 12. Manny she was, was like, like 12 in 12, or 13. Grade. I had to Google it. I was like, which season was that? She was like in eighth grade. She was in seventh grade because I feel like that was after she got pregnant by Craig. Yes. Was Manny got pregnant this? by Craig. Was she, she got in an abortion. Grade in the second season, or was she in eighth grade? I thought she was in eighth grade in the second season. Gosh, she did get pregnant by Craig. You know she Craig got was supposed pregnant. to be gay. Craig, Craig was supposed to be gay. Because I know. That's what, um, we that's all what the, the actor said. When they had him read, uh, like a table read or something like that, or some sort of like, I don't know what you call it. Um, they chemistry they read did or whatever. That. Him and Marco would have been cute. Yes, because they, <laughs> like, they were really good, like friends, like they their were relationship really friends. as friends were like and really I'm, cute. 
I'm usually like the last person to be like, oh, they're gay. But like, I was like, are they not? Can I go get together? They had like good chemistry. They should have did and that. They, and they made him go with Ashley. Girl, what? <sighs> um, so, okay. Back to Carmen. We got all of the things. We, got, we went from ATV to VH1 Soul to the end. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this is known as Beyonce's big debut um, like I mentioned before uh, and since this was like a made for TV movie I don't think there was like nearly as much like insanity about it like nobody was really like losing their minds over over an MTV release I mean obviously you wanted to see it because like these are some of your favorite like celebrities I guess um, at least like people who were fans of like of Destiny's Child I think would definitely tune in and then you got like some of these other people I mean Kyle Pfeiffer has always been fine um so I would have watched I it guess. to see you don't think Kyle Pfeiffer is fine so when I was younger no wow Today exactly and watching about- Soul Food. Yes, I was like, last time we watched Soul Food, I was like, all right, Lynn, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and now, like watching it now, I was like, okay, I, I, I know, I know that I need to like crack open a window because mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that. But also, he fine now. Like, I get it. I understand. I get it. He was very fine back then. That's why I was like little known actor. And I was like, wait, what? Like he had done a few movies by this time. Yeah. He didn't been in. Oh, he didn't been in. I I still know what you did last summer. So the way way they did him. And I still know what you did last summer. Um, Still haunts me to this day. I watched that last year and I was like, you know what? This is too much. (laughs) They got him and hoisted his ass up on that hook. I was like, you are fucking kidding. And poor Randy. <laughs> poor Randy. Uh, so I don't think we have anything about the casting of this or really any of the decisions that were made in the making of said film. Um, other than that. Uh, I do feel like they kind of were like, let's get all these people together that are on this general, like, same record label. Because I didn't realize that, uh, well, Beyonce's been on Columbia since Destiny's Child. She's probably going to be on Columbia until she the day she decides to hang it up. And then uh, I didn't realize that So So Deaf, which is Jermaine, sorry, Jermaine Dupree's label and also Bow Wow's label, was also under Columbia. Like, I realized that when the credits were rolling and I was like, Hmm, I see I see something coming together. <laughs> mm-hmm. I see what's happening. I didn't look at uh anybody else's like Rod Digga's. Um I didn't look at her record label, so I don't really know if that was like a whole industry plan <laughs> for everybody to be like, you know, label mates or whatever. Um, but I was like, oh, that piqued my interest. So um Yeah. She was under J Records, which is, well, he, well, Clive Davis was the president of Columbia. I used to be really into like record labels and stuff because I was like, I want to work for a record label. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, but like, <laughs> I used to like study all these record labels and all their like, um, 
like the subsidiaries and all the big, I think it was like big, like five at the time. I don't know. So much has happened to the music industry in the last 20 years. And like uh, the fact that Columbia is still standing is really probably all due to Beyonce, <laughs> to be honest. I don't know who is on Columbia still. Hmm. So I used to know who everybody was on everything, like who was on Geffen and who was on Interscope. Everybody who was in rap was on Interscope. Anybody who fucked with Dr. Dre was basically on Interscope and stuff like that because aftermath. But anyways, that's some nerd shit. Um, I guess we can start from the beginning, which is uh, uh, Officer Hill and his good friend Porter <laughs> mm-hmm. driving around. Um, yeah, they're, they're on like, patrol. Yeah, which I was like, oh, cops. <laughs> yeah, this is different. You know, Joe. Joe Man. I'm yeah, sorry. Joe Man <laughs> was a soldier last time. Mm-hmm. Now, Derek is a cop this time. Yeah. Um, I was like, all right, we're trading one for the other, I guess. Yeah, so he's he's driving around, and um, they're on patrol, and they're driving through the city, and we also, like, it's two kind of things going on at once. Yes. Um, so he's on patrol, and uh, Hill is also, quote-unquote, on patrol or whatever he's doing. Wait, he's been, it, like... Oh, um, you mean oh sorry, not Hill. Miller. Yeah. See, this is so much easier to see your name, but I'm trying not to. <laughs> yes. So Miller is on like his little track as well, which is he's going to check in on like the, the dealers in the neighborhood and see what they're up to. So one of them is Jermaine Dupree. Which... Yeah. Is he a drug dealer? I guess he's a drug dealer. <laughs> I... Jermaine Dupree, who never let Bow Wow out of his sight, I guess. No, they've been thick as thieves forever. Are they still cool? I... Yeah, because I know they're on a reality show, or was. Excuse and... me. <laughs> yeah, like growing up hip hop. And Bow Wow showed up. I don't, I don't watch. <laughs> I yeah, I watch. randomly saw a couple apps and yeah, it's about people growing up hip hop, like people who were um, young adults or children in the hip hop industry and where they are now or something like that. I don't know. Right. Okay. But I know it was Bow Wow and I feel like it was um, Diamond from Crime Mob. Oh, yeah, I think I remember. I just never, like, watched it because I was like, yeah, this is not. I mean, I like your parents. I don't really care about <laughs> yeah. whatever's, whatever's else is happening. And I think it was on, like, Lifetime or E or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll see. I don't but know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jermaine Dupree's life is... Interesting. Is it? I mean... He dated Janet Jackson for a little bit. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, and that was like a Janet decade Jackson. or two ago. <laughs> like, like, no, they were together for a long ass time. Like Janet Jackson. My favorite tourist, like Janet Jackson. But she pulled the, the 
the Janet. Like Janet, Janet Jackson. Buddha Joe. Yes. The Jackson. <laughs> Janet Jackson. But anyway. Um, so Miller pulls up to be like, hey, I'm just checking in with what y'all got going on. You know, my me giving you drugs. <laughs> Girl, yeah, what I was like, when why is he what's happening here? <laughs> and Jermaine Dupree's like, you just showed up two days ago. He was like, Well, I'm here today. And I was like, Okay, I guess. This is what this story is about. This is how we know that this particular character is crooked. He is not a virtuous cop. He's an evil cop. Yeah, you I'm glad to know this. He's not in like a cop car either. He's like in an unmarked car. He doesn't dress in a cop uniform. So he's not really, he's not really like on his beat or whatever. I feel like he's, at first I thought he was a detective, but I guess you can be, like they call him lieutenant, but I think he could be a, lieutenant detective <laughs> yeah so um yeah those two those those don't really they're not the ones that really be like in uniform or whatever um but yeah he's questionable he's sus he's basically making money off of these drug dealers on a corner um and and getting away with it i guess like he's, yeah you know, he's on his he's just fucking day. with people he's on his training day mm-hmm Really I still never seen that. I don't know how. I don't. Mm. I mean, I do know how, but I. <laughs> I. <laughs> what was that question I was on yesterday? Somebody was asking, well, "Do you know any movies that Denzel Washington has been with aside from Training Day?" And I was like, "Are you?" F-? I didn't answer it because I was like, it's, a lot of Twitter nowadays is is feeling a lot like uh, MySpace surveys, like peak MySpace surveys, and I'm like, that's what it is. I don't want to answer answer any of these musty ass questions, but like somebody's asking about uh, uh, middle names the other day, and I was like, okay, come on, all you need is the special. Uh, <laughs> all you need is somebody's social security number. You got that shit unlocked, but <laughs> uh, so I um yeah, I don't know how you haven't seen this movie still. I mean. As I answered that question, I only like one movie, <laughs> and it was yeah. the one I named, Just he, he, which he, is why I answered that question. <laughs> ate, he ate Ethan Hawke up, <laughs> ate him up, ate him right the fuck up. Anyway, but um, yeah, I mean, much ado about, isn't he in much ado about nothing? I don't know what Probably. the hell he was saying in that movie. And I was also looking at Keanu Reeves. But, like, uh, very beautiful. Everybody was very beautiful in that movie. Nice nice facial hair happening. This, again, has nothing to do with Carmen. But, uh, yeah, so Crooked Cop um, doing his thing. And for some reason, Lil Bow Wow is one of the drug dealers. <laughs> is he a drug yes. dealer? Or he he's just, like, one that's hanging out on the corner with the rest of them. I think he's just hanging out. So they got a baby on the block and <laughs> Okay, chilling. can we tell the kids, can we tell the kids, and let's also reminisce, even though I feel like, you know, as we've gotten older, we've realized that maybe Lil Bow Wow was in some situations that he probably shouldn't have been with a lot of people that he shouldn't have been with because everybody was way older than him, um, hustling him out to all these grown women. Gross. But yeah. like... Um, and also, he looked like he was six years old. <laughs> he was like 13. Um, 
Lil Bow Wow used to be like it. It's hard to imagine now when he's making fake, um, you know, catching flights, not feelings posts on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. And just all the general antics that he does. It's very hard, I think, for younger people to imagine that he actually was somebody, but he used to really be somebody. <laughs> he had, he, see, I, I'm going to say Two solid back-to-back albums. I don't remember that third one, but I remember uh, that first one because I had Beware of Dog on CD. I think I still have it somewhere. <laughs> and then I can't remember the next one, the title of the next one, but. I wasn't. A dog, a little Bow Wow fan. Like, I was more into B2K because I was mature. Uh-huh. But Can we do <laughs> She said, I'm once, grown. <laughs> once Omarion took his shirt off, I was there. So. <laughs> my, my girl said she was grown. You me? Oh, doggy bag. <laughs> I wasn't into doggy bag, but. <laughs> that's the one with, um, that's the one, take you home. Yes, little Bow Wow. You just had that. But I did attend some Scream tours because my cousin was into Lil Bow Wow and I was into B2K. So it was like the best, like, it was like a Hannah Montana type situation. (laughs) Yes. So we both, we went and it was like, everybody was screaming. It was the name. It was a Scream tour. Like everybody was freaking out. I went to two screen tours. I went to one where I was outside of Fair Park. I will never do that shit again because it was actually like a million fucking degrees outside. And um, I went to another one that was indoors. And that was my first indoor concert. And I was like, oh, bitch, this is luxury. With a chair and a sign seat. Couldn't believe it. Air conditioning. Could not believe it. But that was like way later. I feel like the first screen tour I saw Omarion possibly but like i didn't see him because nobody thought to have screens up so i'm just looking at this tiny figure like a million feet away and then the second one i think i saw t-pain and that's when somebody said told my friend oh i can get you backstage to see lloyd and i was like this is a long time ago so like this is like 2010 so this is you know things are different now but i was like um ti is the headliner (laughs) (laughs) you can't get her backstage to see ti lloyd Lloyd is not bad, but I was like, come on now. In the grand scheme oh. of things. No. Lloyd has some banks. Southside, what? Um, uh, what was it called? What's that song? Um, Get It Shoddy? Yes, I could not remember. You? Yes. Boy. Get It Shoddy is my, that's my summer song. That's like, oh my God, it's summer. It's finally hot outside, bitch. That's my song. But uh, at the time I was like, I don't know. I wasn't into it. I think he was still really skinny at the time, too. <laughs> he kind of looked like a little broom. No. Oh. Listen, I was in high school. I, you know, things have clearly changed. I'm an adult woman now. And I would never <laughs> see it for T.I. <laughs> no. But Lloyd, you call me. <laughs> He'd be out there posing in those little, uh, he was like naked with like a guitar. Yeah, his his last look. The yeah, his last album. We also went to the old ass adult screen tour, basically. Not last year, not the hellish year, but the year Are you talking about last. when you went to go see um um Pretty Ricky? Ricky. Yes, Ricky Pretty Ricky and B2K and Lloyd. That was before they all stopped and they were like, We're not doing this shit no more. Mm-hmm. 
That was also a good time. Mm-hmm. That's the auntie tour. That was nice. Yes, you were you were reliving the glory days. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to give some context for why Lil Bow Wow would be in this movie because he actually was quite a hit maker. Mm-hmm. Um and I guess like they, they yoke him up and they plant drugs on him. They said they're gonna take him to jail, basically. Mm-hmm. Um and uh Hill sees the drug planting happening. You know, the sprinkle a little crack on him kind of thing. And like, uh, and he's, he's like, that's basically, he's like, I just saw what you did. Like, that's, you know, basically like that's not right or whatever. And I feel like, I feel like, uh, Miller like threatens him or something. Yeah. Miller's like, you ain't see shit. You ain't see nothing here, bro. Cause if you did see something, I'll make your life hell. You, he I'll doesn't make it so like hard. him. I'll make your life so hard. He really you doesn't like nothing. him. It's very weird. Like he's like the the sergeant from Carmen, the one that mm-hmm. was trying to get with everybody. And in this movie, he's way worse because <laughs> he really do be trying, like a lot. And I'm like, dang, you move from one person to the next, and they all got somebody. Mm-hmm. You messy as hell, except for Carmen. But also, I want to talk about, first of all, before we move on, I want to talk about Lil Bow Wow's Lil Puff Fest. Remember those Lil Puff Fest from, like, Old Navy? The, like, not the performance, please. <laughs> Girl, I used to be good for some performance, please. <laughs> they had the commercials of Old Navy commercials used to go You know off. the one with, like, George Jefferson and Wheezy in Yes, oh, I used to love that. was such a sweet commercial. That was before. I don't know what year that was. Old Navy and Gap used to have good commercials. They used to have really good. Pause. Remember the uh, the parody Gap commercial from uh, Derockweiler? <laughs> yes. How high? <laughs> Everybody in stank butt jeans. <laughs> gift set of that on my tumblr <laughs> like a million years ago and it still gets notes <laughs> i was just bored one day and i was like oh please take this shit away from me take vlc player away from me <laughs> right now <laughs> i just thought about that the next scene is lose club um mm-hmm. so i guess we don't get this we don't we don't get like the army base we get like just the club or whatever, which is run by Jim Brown. Fred Williamson. That's not okay. Why did my mom say that was Jim Brown? Oh. It is not Jim Brown. It's Fred Williamson. Wow. Okay. Thanks, mom. Um, who is a black like he's a black exploitation actor who my was known for like films like Three the Hard Way, which was very influential for like rappers like Snoop Dogg um, mm-hmm. and like Black Caesar and like Hell Up in Harlem. And he was also he, a football player like Jim Brown. That's what I was going to say. I think that's why my mama got him confused. Because he and he's him. like, these crooked cops come and bring in all that shit to the streets. Well, then he Back said he was a, Yeah, he was a cop, a former cop. And he was like, cops used to have honor. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. You black, yeah. like, be serious. <laughs> they just 
making a bad name for us in the streets and they don't need to be doing that shit. I'm like, all right, okay, whatever. So this is an all cop bar. Yeah, his little, um, his little football uniform. And for some reason, I thought it was a crop top, and I was like, that's not possible. I mean, it could be. I was getting, I was like, that can't be a kid cutty moment we're having right now. You don't know. <laughs> I was really trying to figure out, but I was like, why would he? And I was, I was like, why would you be wearing that? But you know, some people who can't let go of the game can't really like, really cannot let go of the game. So, um, and I think this is when we meet. Reagan, who plays Kayla, and mm-hmm. that is Hill's uh, fiance. Um, they're mm-hmm. already engaged, um, and of course, Miller's trying to push up on her. And I was like, "She's right there, like, like her man's right there." And um, but too late for all them because the star of the show. Makes her mm-hmm. entrance mm-hmm. with these glitter heels. I want to say something. Shout out to Beyonce for. I don't think I've ever seen Beyonce in a low heel. The heels were low. They were not low. Them was some heels. Because you know what Beyonce could always do is walk in some damn heels. Yeah. I do not know who the costume designer of, like on set was because I when I see younger Beyonce, I'm always like Miss Tina. That's Miss Tina. That is a Miss Tina production. Yeah. yeah. But I don't You could know, tell. But I don't know who made this dress. Yeah, it's a nice, like, red dress with a little flower in her hair. Yeah, they take it all and that, she, all it up to, like, 100. Like, she's in full-on red with the micro braids. Mm-hmm. She comes through spin like Eve. Talking about body, some, some, like some. she don't need, she she don't need no she, corset on. She said she don't need no She got corset. that body, yaddy, yaddy. And I Beyonce's was like, okay, you do. was something to <laughs> behold. Okay, I got costume designed by Tracy White. Uh, I guess he worked on, the last thing he worked on was Grownish and The Passage and Agents of Steel. So I guess he does a lot of TV now. I see a lot of TV. Um... Mostly as a costume buyer. So, um, but I meant, I wanted to mention that because like, I feel like the defining thing about Destiny's Child was the fact that they always matched in some form of fashion, taking it back mm-hmm. to the old days of girl groups because it always upsets me when they don't match now. <laughs> Cause I was like, y'all really be showing up ma- like not matching up. In any form of fashion, like y'all look like y'all came from for like five different events. The only people who could really do that was the Spice Girls. But they had they had they personal had, themes. Yeah, they had a personal theme. Like you would never see Mel B without some sort of animal print. You would never see, uh, you know, Emma without some sort of baby pink or pastel color. Um, uh, Mel C had her track suits. Um, Victoria said, fuck all y'all, I'm never wearing any of that shit. I'm wearing this black dress. <laughs> and that's my brand. And um, Jerry, I th- Jerry was the outlier because you didn't know what the hell she was going to come in. And that was her. She was Ginger. You really had to like look at Jerry and be like, okay, Jerry, you, 
you about to set the tone, I guess, because everybody else is kind of doing what they usually do, but you about to do something really wild. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that was like the fun part of girl groups back then. Unless it got really weird. Like who? Like, I don't know when it, it was too matchy and then it just got like, okay, we making some half shorts, half pants. Remember when they came dressed as Boy Scouts? Oh, yeah. I saw that picture. I do not know why they were dressed as Boy Scouts. Like, I have no we idea are, why. We're getting creative. <laughs> I feel like that was towards the end. Why um, were they dressed as Boy Scouts? I don't know. Um, but Beyonce, like, well, not Beyonce, excuse me. Excuse me. Carmen Brown. Okay. Comes in and... This dude is just sitting at the door, like, mm, look at that. And that was this for the woman, Kids Choice Awards. Oh, that, that well, means, that's something. I, okay. <laughs> but keep going, yes. She's being spotted. She's being, she's getting chose. And her, like, he's not by himself because the woman that he's with is like, the fuck? Like, why are you looking at her? But instead of taking it up with him personally, privately at the house or in the the bathroom quietly, you know, amongst themselves, she starts yelling at Carmen like, you think you you looking at my man? And honestly, if I was Carmen Brown, I'd be like, hell no, he ugly. But, (laughs) (laughs) But she's like, no, I'm not. But she gets smart at this lady and then they get like going back and forth and Carmen is like whatever and she starts to rap like Eve and that's like the um that's love type song so this is part of my problem with the movie like I felt like the movie could because I had no idea what was really happening like the music is okay but it's also trash um, I don't know who produced this music. I know they had somebody writing these raps, um, which I don't recognize his name. So I'm so sorry. Um, uh, if you want to watch the making of the movie, like I did, <laughs> you can see his name. And I'm sure he probably still r- writes raps for people because a lot of stuff is ghostwritten. Um, take it up with somebody else if you don't believe me. <laughs> but a lot of stuff is ghostwritten. Um, and people do not know how to write their own shit. Sorry. But, like, uh, and let me rephrase it. Like, it's not trash. Like the lyrical content of the music is good for like conveying the messages of the movie and moving the story forward. But the music is not of quality of a hip hop. It's not distinctive. Like all these songs kind of sound the same. Yes, and it's... Like, I, I could not tell you what was the difference between the song sung at the beginning versus the song sung at the end. I have no fucking idea. You know what this reminded me of? This is what it reminded me of. I just remembered. When Moesha would have them concerts at the den, <laughs> and Q would do his little fucking... No, not Q music. <laughs> not Q music. Do you ever know what Q was ever talking about in them rap? No, because I hate I know, Q and I hate his music. That's why I hate Q. I know that, um, and I cannot place his name right now, but I know he's a battle rapper and all that. So he'd be rapping and stuff, and that's good. Um, but them raps, girl. 
Fredra Starr. Why did I not remember that? Girl, I, that's what it reminded me of because I was just like, it's kind of just not, I don't know. Like, it felt like, like I said before, there's way more music in this movie, which obviously, I mean, it's for MTV, so it makes sense. Like, nobody's going to sit there and let you, like, act. I mean, it's basically a long-ass music video. Yeah. I mean, because, like, Makai Pfeiffer really can't sing. <laughs> so it's not like, it's not like Beyonce was the only one that was just kind of like, trying something new like you got people who do not act or yeah you got people who do not act that are acting because i feel like this is like i don't know if this is rod digga's first role this might have been joe uh, bryant's first role too i don't know i'm trying to place it because rod digga was also in 13 ghosts which she i was. think might be from 2001 as well she was in 13 ghosts did she survive yes i've only seen that movie once and I just remember the ghost that was like naked. It was like, I can't remember which ghost it was, which number, but she had her titties out. And I was like, um, mm-hmm. what was the reason? <laughs> well, she has a tragic, you know, all the ghosts have stories, right? Yeah. I couldn't remember what her story was, but I'm sure it was really bad because she was all kinds of cut up. But um, I feel like she might have been the, is that the bound woman? I can't remember, but I just remember she was stuck in that little weird, uh, like maze kind of thing, that glass maze. Mm-hmm. Remember? And so, like, uh, it was just a lot of them, like, looking. I was like, you don't have to. This is just a lot of titty. <laughs> the ghost is naked. <laughs> Why is she still naked? So, um, yeah, I just remember she was in that movie. 13 Ghosts is fun. Y'all, I recommend 13 Ghosts. I just watched it this past October. Mm-hmm. So, watch 13 Ghosts. And this is Joy Bryant's first movie, which she Aww. is a... I mean, everybody knows she's a model, but she's been in a lot more things after this. She was in the Skeleton Key. I do not remember her being in Skeleton Key. Mm-hmm. Girl. I also just watched that in October. <laughs> Girl, Skeleton Key was fucked up. <laughs> I do not. And Brig, du- Brig Dust freaks me out. <laughs> I know we've talked about this before on some other. I think this is when we're talking about Midsummer. And Brick Dust freaks me out. So <laughs> I don't like to watch that movie that much, but it was good. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, Carmen is, is flirting. She's flirting hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's doing her rap. She's basically being like, Leave me alone, cop. She's on Miller. And then she's like, ooh, let me get with this other dude. And flirt with him a lot. Um, pretty heavy. And I think at this point, like, Kayla gets really mad at at Hill and storms off. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think he was really looking at Carmen, was he? He wasn't, but at the same time, yeah. <laughs> At okay. work, this is my place of employment. You looking at other women? Bar. We are engaged. She was working at the bar. I forgot like that. Well, she wasn't working at the bar at the time, but she was. She works at that bar. But um, I mean, like the dress was nice. You know, the dress was low cut. This the little thigh high slit was up to the hip bone. Like, um, if you are going to take a peek, take a peek. 
But don't respond. Don't respond to this lady. Flirt with you. Just be like, okay, ma'am. Thank you. I really appreciate this. I really appreciate this compliment. Thanks. But he was like, <laughs> he was with it. And she knew it. Yeah. And they're engaged. So that was going to cause problems, which happened. <laughs> Carmen is a huge flirt. She don't really care. And um, Hill is, I don't want to... Hill's character gets on my nerves. As like how it's written overall in all iterations of the play. I'm trying to think if I really like, do I hate him? (laughs) Yes, you do. Because I do. Because it's like, damn, bruh, take responsibility for your dumbass self. (laughs) Like, in this version, I, he's a little different because a lot of this is like, bruh, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? Yeah. There's some stuff I'm like, you're not very smart, but then like, I don't know. Joe wasn't that smart either. Some stuff is like, what do you expect is going to happen? Like Carmen, what's not clicking for you? What's not clicking for you? (laughs) What's why clicking for the both of y'all? Like, damn. Make this make sense for the both. Like, What's 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 wrong what's wrong here? Right. Like I, I know a little later on she'd be like, Why don't you get a job? And I'm like, how's he gonna get a job? Uh yeah, I was like, girl, he's not <laughs> smart. I mean, not that he's not smart really, is this like he can't because he's a felon. <laughs> like he can't like he a spoiler, like he y'all on the run. <laughs> y'all are on the run, pre on the run too. Y'all on the run and he cannot get a job because he has an active warrant out. And if they search his name, y'all are going to be like in some trouble. So what don't you understand about that? Because he gets that. Yeah, I feel like her character in this movie is way more ridiculous because at least in the other one, she was like, I don't want to wait for you to be in the war or whatever. Like, I want to get this cracking now. But this one, she's like... I don't care if you got probation. <laughs> Cause at least he was, he was out of, I mean, he was still like in military duty. So like he would have been, of course he went AWOL and stuff and that's like a punishable offense, but this seems slightly worse than that because at least it was by choice to be in the army. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking cause he seemed no. very, very excited. You think he was drafted and he didn't want to go? Yeah. It was, was like, hey, I want to go. It's forties, but I feel like he wanted to go because, like, he he didn't seem like, damn, I don't want to be here. Well, also it's different times. Like, also we're different compared to like how everybody else thinks. I feel like I feel like this is different because he um he's like in a not reversible situation. You know what I mean? Like, even in in Carmen Jones. He could have been like, oh, can I be stationed here? Can I do this? And blah, blah, blah. And so, I mean, they can put you anywhere, basically. They might not do it, but you don't have to stay in that one base. I mean, it's like, like, that base wasn't the only base that he could have been at. So he could have made some move to, like, be closer to Carmen or whatever. Yeah. If that was something he wanted to do. But, like, also this man doesn't have any choice. He has to stay in the city of Philadelphia. (laughs) Lest he be arrested for something else. Yeah, 
Well, and then he gets arrested for something else. <laughs> so may maybe with different stations, maybe I don't know, because also it was the '40s, also black people. So who knows with that? But with here, uh, he'll just fucking up. <laughs> Like, I just don't. It's just one dumb thing after another. Um, but back to the bar, <laughs> that causes a lot of tension between him and his fiance Kayla, and they go off to a separate room and they have a sing argument about him flirting and also him getting killed at work. Yeah, in their he, future. She want him to be a cop after. I don't know what the time span is, but she's mad that he wants to continue to be a cop. And I was like, why wouldn't he still be a cop? I guess it's because of like, um, because of Miller and all his BS and stuff. But like, I was like, when did he ever give any indication that he wasn't going to still be a cop? People who become cops usually stay cops. Yeah, she's like, well... I want children and I don't want our children. Like, I don't want to raise these children alone. And he's like, I'll be there. And she's like, you might not be. I might be raising the. I'll be there when we're, when the baby's two. And he's like, but you might not be there when it's three. And I was like, I feel like also this is not a conversation for at work. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Y'all might need to sing this at the house. Um, Because this is a lot. You know people go overhear this and y'all might be singing loud. Um, Right. But he wants to be on the force and she's like, it it, like for spouses of people in law enforcement is a legitimate concern because every day you do take a risk when you leave your house. Um, And he's like, well, this is my career. This is what I want to do. So this is what it is. And she's like, mm, um, I guess like she's, they don't really resolve that issue other than, you know what? Let's just go home and fuck. And I'm like, this is what we are ending this argument on. Like, this Come is on, MTV. <laughs> it? I, I guess girl, <laughs> but that's, that's literally what the song ends on. That's very MTV. And, that's the end of the argument. That's the end of the song. And then, and, and, and then they're interrupted because Carmen and that girl get into a fight. They in a bar fighting. Why do they, they have Beyonce rolling around on the ground? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, this is definitely early career. Yeah, there's. I don't think she would ever do this. You know what? I would like to make a correction. I have something I said uh, last episode, which I forgot to mention earlier. I said that Beyonce hasn't acted in something in like a decade. That's not true. She was in Lion King. I forgot. Ashley. I actually forgot. That's still acting. It's voice acting. Ashley. It's still voice acting. Ashley. It it's on IMDb. It don't count to me. I'm sorry. That don't count as acting to me. Voice it acting does. and acting. I mean. Voice acting is acting. You want to tell Chris our machine acting? That's different I, to me. I want you to at Cree Summer right now and say, bitch, you don't act. <laughs> I am not going to tell Cree Summer that she don't act because That's she right. does have an acting career <laughs> and she has a totally separate voice acting career. I want you to I want you to tell all the voice actors in the world. I want you to go up. That's yeah. totally, I am not going to tell it, none of the voice actors that they are not acting because that's totally separate. 
There's a bunch of CW actors that ain't acting, but they acting. <laughs> Got IMDb profile. That's totally do separate. That. I don't like that, that don't movie. That me, though. It, it, well, it counts. It's totally um, separate. No, it counts. But I don't think, like... It's totally like, separate because it, it takes a different skill. It's a different skill set to me. There's a lot of non-acting motherfuckers at voice acting. But and, you and need a different skill set. Like, Cree Summer has a different skill set that she uses for voice acting than she did when she was Freddie. I just want to let you know that voice acting is acting. But it's different. Like, when she Freddie, she ain't Elmira. Give her <laughs> Elmira like, <was> my bitch. <laughs> like, it's different. Like, it's totally different. Her chaotic ass. I used to love her. Who is she used to snatch up? She used to snatch up somebody. The little... Squeeze the light like the little Sylvester, little Tiny Toon. Poor Whatever baby. that cat was. We used to snatch the little poor thing up. Um, whoever rebooting that is making a mistake, not including her. I just want to say she was my favorite after Babs. And, I don't and like when it. she was Penny from, from Gadget. Totally different. Okay, well, anyway, Beyonce did <laughs> act <laughs> in the damn movie. <laughs> Alongside a host of other people. Donald Glover, when he was Simba, is totally different from Ern. Eric Andre was in the movie for all of five seconds. (laughs) When he showed his booty butt cheeks on Instagram, it's totally different from whatever he was doing. (laughs) Eric Andre does have OnlyFans. Who's going to subscribe to Eric Andre's OnlyFans? I thought about it, but I didn't. Okay. For a cute $5 a month or however. I don't know how OnlyFans works. He don't need my damn money. He, he doesn't. He got way more money than I do. He needs to subscribe to my OnlyFans. Okay, Brittany's dropping <laughs> OnlyFans this summer. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to say that because I don't want anybody to be like, yeah, Beyonce does was in a movie. She was in a movie. But um, I forgot about that because we already discussed this in detail. I damn, fucking hated that movie. Um, so I actually forgot that she was in the movie until this morning. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, she was in the uh, Lion King. Yeah, I feel like they used her as a ploy to get more people to watch it. But I mean, she does have the good tone. I like hearing Beyonce has a wonderful speaking voice. People do not give her enough credit because they be calling her dumb because she's country as hell because she's a Texas girl. And some of us are country as hell. And I love her voice. Her actual speaking voice. And also I wanted to say, I feel like her, I, I wanted to, I thought she would do more singing in this movie. And so I was ready to compare and contrast her, how her voice has changed over the years. Cause this has changed a lot. I feel like even mm-hmm. I listened to old Destiny's Child songs, I was like, no, you weren't even at the height of your power. You weren't even at the precipice. <laughs> you weren't even at, the, you weren't even close to what you could do vocally nowadays. And so, um, that didn't happen though because they don't really let her sing. No, this is a hip opera. But maybe she could have done like a you know a rap sung collaboration. <laughs> this is not an opera. This is not a musical. Ashley, this is a hip opera. This is not a hip hop video. This is not an opera. This is a hip opera. Mm-hmm. Steve Lin Manuel. Steve. Mm-hmm. David Diggs. That's Did not I his say name. That? that is not his name. Fuck. Okay. Davey. Davey Diggs. 
Side note, I heard Snowpiercer is getting really good, but I haven't watched it because I still got that wig on him. So, oh, Snowpiercer. Yeah, it's on. I think it's got. I think it's renewed already. They got. They still eating there. babies on that train. I don't know what they're doing. They're doing. It's it's going in a, a weird direction because we already know who Wilford is, at least from the times I walked out um, and seen my mom watching it. Uh, mm-hmm. and she, right, I know who that who he is and all that. So, um, a lot's going on. But um, Dwayne, yeah, do he gotta say the babies he tastes best? Is he saying babies taste best? That's why I said I think it's a lot different. So you'd have to watch it and find but out. I gotta. He about to say babies taste best. And I don't. I don't think they. He's gonna be like. He gonna rap about babies taste best. I don't think it's even at the same pace as the movie at all. So I don't even know if they do all that. I really don't think they do. Um, so, uh, I also want to say too, Beyonce is 19. She a baby. She was a baby. And that's why I was talking about last episode when I said like, I've grown up with Beyonce or whatever, like, like, <laughs> like I've grown up listening to Beyonce, like literally since this woman was a teenager mm-hmm. and she's turning 40 this year. Mm-hmm. Which is insane to think about. Apparently, she's at the Grammys right now in these. <laughs> As we record, I've she seen looks, tons of Beyonce. She looks like Spy versus Spy with these glasses on. <laughs> They're giving me. I'm just here to observe. I don't know what's going on. Oh, she awesome. got on the leather glove. Okay, Beyonce. She got, she got the gits out. I was about to say. <laughs> they are out. They are bronzed. We got some bronzer on them things. Okay, Miss Beyonce. Um, But yeah, it's so weird to like think about like Beyonce was just like a baby. Mm-hmm. Which is also really weird to go into like how much shit she used to get. <laughs> I feel like 20 years of getting nonstop shit from people would harden you into a, a supervillain. Yeah, I'm honestly I'm surprised she didn't cuss everybody out, but she had also I I'm think Bow Down might have been the closest to it, mm. and some other songs possibly, but yeah, she don't do. This is also back in the day when she used to do interviews, and I was watching that making of the movie, and I was like, oh, she was so cute in her little interviews, and she was like, I'm nothing like Carmen. I just want to let y'all know, which I feel like she did, in case anybody started some shit about her again. She was like, I'm nothing mm. like her. I just want y'all to let y'all know. I don't want anybody to think I'm just like her. Which I was like, it's acting, Beyonce. That's not how that works. Aww. But you know, people are fucking rude. So, um, yeah, she uh, she also was very uh, distressed about having to kiss Bakai Five for a bunch of time. <laughs> Do the seduction scene, which is the scene that comes up next. Um, because she had to be, you know, strutting around in like this little nightgown or whatever. Which I was like, Beyonce, you wear way less on <laughs> stage. But I guess it's different when you're like there with your girls versus like on a set with like a bunch of people. Yeah. And you having to like, you know, do a lot. Which I don't ever think they really did stuff like that in Destiny's Child. We weren't at that level yet. She wasn't talking about sex. Not anywhere close to then. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I mean, she talked about sex, but not like explicitly like she does now. No, not until Beyonce. Yeah. We didn't hear about any of this. No. No. I mean, she was like that on, um, what was it called? called What's the song on Danish in Love? Is it called Yes? I feel like that's the song that everybody references. And I was like, ooh, Beyonce. And also, 
You got a little like T-shirt on um, Destiny. Was it Destiny Fulfilled? I feel like uh, I feel like yes, that was that album. That's when they were. She was like, "We're grown, and I want to do my own thing <laughs> now, forever." <laughs> but yeah, it's weird to think of Beyonce being. I don't know. It's weird to think of all of them being that young because, like, so many of my favorite stars are turning forty. Hmm. I, was like, I remember when you were like a little dumbass kid on the VMA stage doing things. I mean, everybody's been talking about Britney Spears and how young she was. And I never realized that Britney Spears was that young when I was young because she was like, I don't know, like 16 maybe or so when I was like eight <laughs> or something. <laughs> like she's a lot young, a lot older than me. So it's just weird because I'm like, oh, everybody's getting old. And becoming like, you know, they're people. Yeah. Um, but um, so like Carmen gets arrested because like um, Lieutenant Miller lets him fight for a minute because he's trash and he lets him fight. But then he's like, oh, oh no, we can't have this. We're going to arrest you now, Carmen. And to cause more mess because he messy, he makes um, he'll lock her up. But for some reason, they make a detour to Carmen's apartment because she convinces him that, through song, of course, that she needs to stop by the house to go pick up some before she get locked up. She needed to go and take her mother's ring off. She didn't want to lose it when she was in jail. Which is true. I mean, they would take your shit. Absolutely. But I was like, oh, well, I don't know. And I was like, don't be a dumbass. (laughs) <laughs> and she goes and she's like okay let me go do this and she's like oh wait a minute let me go do this and oh wait a minute let me do this let me go change and my clothes wait i'm getting myself i promise you i'm getting myself together uh-huh. and so me like as she's doing this he like you need to hurry up you need to hurry up we got somewhere to be that place is jail um <laughs> And she is trying to get him. Like, she's saying all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah, I'm going to get ready. And, yeah, this is just waiting for you back here. You just need to knock on, open a door or some Stupid. shit. No, because I feel and, like, first of all, she was like, we need to go. And she's like, don't come in. I'm getting ready. Don't come in. Wait, wait a minute. And he busts open the door. And I was like, and, she's in her bedroom. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? You can't be that dumb. And... He so she's in like a nighty and she in some blinged out flip flops. And okay, them flip flops were the shit back then. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've and, seen people wearing those before, like way back. Yeah, like aunties. <laughs> I feel like you can get them at the hair store. Yeah, they, I mean. They got that razzle-dazzle. They did have a lot of razzle-dazzle. Somebody sat there and, and bedazzled them shits. Mm-hmm. And um, he is, he's done for. It's over. Girl. As soon as, it's, it's done. It's well, just she done. Had a little, she had a little robe on. I think she turned, took off the robe, and then she had this little nighty on and stuff. Um, which, again, it's not nearly as, like, revealing as this episode. <laughs> 
Beyonce used to wear. And so, cause she used to, she used to come to the functions with like a, like a bikini top on. Mm-hmm. With this one, I don't know, somebody, something about this costume design, like the, this is so nerdy, but like the cups look too big. They look like they're too long. I was like, her booby did not go down all the way down there. I don't know why y'all did this to her. Like let her have her little 19 year old titties, please. Like I don't know what y'all are doing with this outfit, but um, yeah, he was looking disrespectfully and then they have sex, which you don't see. And this is MTV. No, it fades to black because girl, children are watching this. Me. <laughs> and he wakes, he gets splashed with water, and it's the next morning. And He's it's on like, a sofa. Yeah, it's somebody pouring alcohol on him. And it turns out to be Lieutenant Miller. And he's like, where's Carmen? He's like, girl, he gone. And so Carmen has left. He's getting arrested for something vague. Lieutenant Miller can't even tell him what he's getting arrested for other than oh, being a simp. He said, yeah, he said a bunch of stuff. He said like aiding and abetting, but then he also said some other shit. And then he was like, or having a bad haircut. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he just said, mm, I don't like you. So we about to put you in jail. And yeah. then, and on top of this, we got a special guest here. Oh yeah. It was like something out of Maury. Yes. So... They also brought Kayla, his fiance, to Carmen's house to see him that's, get arrested. That's some good. That's some good messy shit. I like. That yes, shit. that was some good shit. So they break up. He gets sent to jail. He's in jail with his cellmate, a baby, Lil Bow Wow. Why is Lil Bow Wow in jail? Was Lil Bow Wow supposed to be older than this? Why was he in an, an adult prison? <laughs> That's why I was like, they got Lil Bow Wow, Jermaine Dupree. Um, yeah, I was like, they let us scooped up Jermaine Dupree. Heal all in the same place. I was like, what? It's a lot going on. That's not possible. Lil Bow Wow should be in juvie. Yeah. Like, they got the baby here. And it's just a lot of stuff going on. So they sing a song about how he missed Carmen. He can't wait to get out. And his sentence and all this stuff. And... Which was weird because also he's a cop in jail and he wouldn't be thought of like friendly like oh they wouldn't be cool with him I mean yeah I don't know he got a mind of his business and he did try to like be like hey don't do that to Will Bow Wow but um, yeah it uh yeah they all got that. <laughs> And while he's in jail, Carmen is thinking about him at home with her friends, Rod so Diggum. Her little, her little Office Max notepad that she wrote him that letter on. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say something? This is what I'm going to say at the beginning. The production value of this movie is like one of the worst I have ever seen. And I don't know why. Because if this is like just basically like a big ass, long ass, hour and a half long music video, why wouldn't you step that shit up? Robert Townsend had better things in Hollywood Shuffle and he did all that on his credit cards. <laughs> Maybe they didn't have time for that. Maybe people... No, this is not. This is not possible. <laughs> Maybe to get those 
Survivor and Apple Pie La Mode to play. That costs a lot. The Survivor hadn't even come out yet, though. That's free promo for Beyonce. Maybe that cost a little, a little bit. You know Matthew was involved. Talking about here, oh, we need a little bit off the top. <laughs> Maybe it cost a little bit, and that, that was Matthew took fault. things down. You, you paying for Beyonce? You paying for Depret? You paying for Jermaine Dupri, Lil Bow Wow, Makai Pfeiffer, Yasin Bay, Most Death. Who else in this? Rod Digger. You know, she's still in Flip Mode Squad. Joey Bryant. What's Which you probably not paying to like her because she, this is her first role. I mean, this was like Rod Digger's first role, wasn't it? I yeah, like but she's always... still in Flip Mode Squad. <laughs> was Busta Rhymes and the rest of them really commanding a, 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 a serious paycheck? I want to know what the paycheck is. But as of a member of Flip Mode Squad, you the have to consider start that. negotiating. Let's mm-hmm. start negotiating at the table, talking about girl. Remember the Give me some more. Yeah, <laughs> the Kavasi. Oh, he's in that video. He had him looking crazy <laughs> with them big ass uh, boss vocals on. <laughs> so Monique talking about my pinky toe, you motherfucker. <laughs> Make videos of storylines again. Those are fun. yes. You know, I think um, that's just Harlem Nights, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. I miss I miss good music. Ugh. I miss good music videos. Me too. Although I apparently one good music video came out today. I actually have not watched it because I uh was really there for one reason, one reason it was me, and that was Kofi. <laughs> oh, I, I still my- haven't watched that one. Yeah, I saw like a clip. It wasn't that bad. Um, it actually looked pretty good. It wasn't, you know, boring as hell as a lot of music videos are nowadays. Um, that person, that person makes good music videos. She does. She crazy, but uh, she makes good music videos. <laughs> and she put in somebody good looking. We got a good male video hoe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we ain't had one of them in a while. You know, Makai paved the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, I wonder. I yeah, I was wondering about uh, the production value to swing it on back because, child. I mean, hey, it might cost a little bit. People have done way more with a lot less. I was very lost. I was like, come, come on, this is MTV. Some groundbreaking shit has been on this channel. <laughs> well, don't they tell said me they you... weren't about to break the budget on this one. <laughs> don't tell me you had Missy Elliott in all of Dave Meyers' glory. <laughs> Dave Meyers, the queen, not the queen, <laughs> the king of greens queen. And um, you said no. Let's mm. just use our little, our little family. I don't know. I don't know. That's maybe Robert's call. Not to disrespect an Aquarian legend, as you said, but good grief. I was like, this is real janky. But um, yeah, we meet her friends. I think her friends are Rashida and... Nikki. Nikki. Rashida Uh, wants to be a rapper. Rashida doesn't want to be a rapper. I think Nikki just is like... I'm here as well. Yeah. 
I am ready to just, <laughs> she's, you know, she's just like, I'm, I'm down for whatever. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. like, I'm, I'm just along for the ride. Pause. Wasn't it Joy Bryant that looked Beyonce's titty in that one video? No, that was Joan Smalls. Damn it. I'm yeah, I think that. Joan Smalls. I don't know why I thought that was like the same person. I was like, you should have called it back. Call up Joy Bryant. Um, so, mm. uh, yeah, they're doing, I think they're doing tarot. Like, mm-hmm. obviously Carmen is still in very much into the cards. Um, which I just realized, I guess that harkens back to like the novella with her being Romany. Mm. Is that what that's supposed to harken back to? I just thought about that. But um, yeah, they're basically she's basically predicting everybody's futures, and she's like, "Oh, you're gonna be a famous rapper, and I don't know, you're gonna be over here dripping in diamonds and furs or whatever." And so she wants to be an actress. We never mentioned that. Um, she has these really janky <laughs> words of affirmation again, the production value um, on her like little mantle, and she's got all these like acting books and stuff. And she doesn't want to come out and party with them because she's trying to hang around and be good for her man who's not there. <laughs> no and especially when like I was very confused because that's your man but you let him go to jail he was in your house you weren't gonna warn him what you were he? just out of there you need to hide in the closet or something <laughs> and so um, she uh, definitely has plans to be uh, go to LA and and act and all that um <laughs> But I think at this point, she's just kind of like chilling at the house. And then I think uh, um, this was actually creepy as fuck. When Hill gets out of jail, he sneaks in through her window. Yeah, he was just in the house. And she was like, how did you get in here? He's like, like, I saw the light on and I climbed in through the window. And I said, oh, this is Love Jones all over again. And I was just like... Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and they're together now. They are. And I think, oh, I forgot. She does go out with her friends and she meets, um, this is when she meets the rapper Blaze. Mm-hmm. And, and he is smitten. Yeah, he's into her. He's rapping and shit, having his, like, I don't know, his little moment. Um, in front of a bunch of people because like every, all these girls are following after him and he's just like I don't really care and um, also for some reason Miller is there as well and basically calls her a hoe <laughs> he calls her a hoe like twice in this movie because he's like yeah. a trick a trick can't pimp a pimp messy she almost thought the shit of him. I will say this. Beyonce is not the best at most, like, not most. I would say Beyonce is not the best at some of this, like, dialogue and stuff. But when she's mad, I feel like it's very natural when <laughs> she's mm-hmm. supposed to be mad because she's ready to stop the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I see it. <laughs> and um, she's talking to Blaze and he's telling him he wants to make her a star, which she thinks he's making fun of him. Or he's making fun of her, but reality, he's, like, serious. And he's like, oh, hit me up whenever you're in L.A. Um, And so when Hill comes to her house, like, the next morning, 
they're kind of sitting there eating breakfast and she's like, let's move to California today. <sighs> These dummies. They pack it up and they head out west. Well, they have to head out west because um, isn't it when they uh, they ended up at the they ended up back at the bar. Mm-hmm. And um, I forgot what he exactly he said, um, what Miller said, but basically he is calling um, Hill a bitch and also definitely absolutely called Carmen a hoe, <laughs> a silly hoe at that. And, oh, yeah. Um, Miller said, not Miller, Hill was like, it's on, bitch. Oh, yeah. And they're basically, well, kind of run out of the city. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, they have to because, first of all, uh, Miller keeps making everybody arrest everybody else. I don't see this man do any arresting of anybody at any time. So he tries to make uh, Hill's best friend Porter do it. And, um, or I guess he's his partner on the on the force. I don't know. And so um, they, like, they basically escape. And they're like, well, we got to pack up and get the hell out of here. <laughs> And they start on their green screen journey across. <laughs> the green screen had me. We've come so far. Let me tell you, we've come so far. But at the same I time. I love green screen journeys, honestly. But they, honest, okay. This one was not up to par. <laughs> with My much. favorite green screen type journey or like using the fake, like the car to go in front of nothing oh, I has love been that. In, when it's all um, like rocking like they're on the road or whatever um natural born killers i'm sorry the oh, way they was... traveled was the best for me <laughs> when like yeah. you're moving but not going it anywhere didn't, it didn't look too i mean it looked fake but that was kind of the point mm-hmm. um which this movie was kind of, I mean, it's not serious. Like, it's just like a fun movie. But, like, it's also funny because, like, at this point in time, music videos were on some other shit. Like, some truly cinematic journeys. And I was like, dude, nobody could call in anybody else. I know maybe the budget was, like, Brittany said the budget was tight. But I was like, this is kind of, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> This is quite ridiculous. So they're going, um, I don't know which city they hit up, but they're going through like Vegas and and some other spots and, you know, taking turns driving and stuff. And they make it to LA and girl, where they made it to LA. They come to this hotel and the hotel room just is, it looks stank. It looks musty, look it, like. I genuinely asked, were they at the Cecil Hotel? <laughs> it's it's a bad it's a bad place and he when Makai Piper walked in the door he's like they said they ain't clean up but <laughs> girl there was like plates and food on the ground and stuff it was all kinds of shit <laughs> and at least the one in Carmen Jones didn't look too bad yeah but it's dingy this one was like nasty and had bugs yeah this one you you had to. To clean that up, like you got to get in there. Oh, you know, you got to do the TikTok cleaning method and make some mustard gas in there. 
Combine I every mean, single chemical that you have. I've done that by accident, but not on purpose. Y'all what? can't be doing that on purpose. Why would anybody? Why isn't one cleaning product enough? They all almost do the See, same shit. See what had happened was, <laughs> I had put some stuff in the tub, okay, and walked out and forgot and put more stuff, and okay. then I went back in and was like. Ooh, why am I lightheaded? Outside of being regular messed up, it, you know, with how my brain work. <laughs> you know what you need to do? You need to do like a memento thing. And I need to start making lists. And put some fucking note cards up. <laughs> I was like, ooh, what? Why am I? Ooh, I almost fell out. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. I don't want anybody to do mustard gas. Do not do that. If you want a budget, some Fabuloso will help you out. You just need some, you know, a bleach product for some, you know, hard, tough stains. But you don't need to mix them all together. There's no reason why you need to mix five cleaners. (laughs) If you have brain fog sometimes like me, just go back and check. One of y'all is seriously going to blow up your damn houses doing that shit. Oh, shit. I'm waiting for the one. I'm waiting for the one. Damn, be careful, y'all. Be but careful. If you know, out there. if you want to go back in time to 2001 and go clean up this hotel room, I'm sure Carmen and her boo would have been really, really happy. <laughs> it was, it <laughs> it was, was nasty. <laughs> it was nasty, and Carmen don't seem like the type of person to be cleaning. No, um, she looked. Good. She had that it stank look. She was upset. On her face. She was she was bad. She was ready <laughs> to was, leave that man then and there. Like she was plotting immediately. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes when you get in a situation, you're like, "Oh, I fucked up." It's a bit like you know, a Joe Bluth. I've made a huge mistake, and you immediately like the wheels start turning. Like, how the fuck can I if not guys, take responsibility for this? It's a John Ralphio. What was that thing he said in Parks and Rec when he was like, "How can I get out of this immediately?" <laughs> How can I not take responsibility for this at all? <laughs> you can see the look. Like, as soon as she walked in the door, like, that look, you see it. Like, if you pause the frame, like, if you pause the movie, you see the look. Like, somebody just said, oh, no. <laughs> we're going to L.A. Because our friends are already in L.A. Because they left with John Blade. Wait, his name not John Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> they left with Blade. I gave this man a first name. Ain't John Blaze, um... Just Blaze? No, no, no. Ain't John Blaze one of, um... Isn't that one of Method Man's alter egos? I know there's a song called John Blaze, but I thought that was one of... I know it's a producer that was Just Blaze. Do you know the little kids are disrespecting him on the internet because he ain't like some Drake song or something like that? Who's respect... Disrespecting who? Uh, Just Blaze, because Just Blaze is on Twitter. Stop going on Twitter, y'all. It's not worth it. (laughs) as i say to myself <laughs> yeah i mean hey but yeah i was like do you know that just blaze is responsible for a lot of things that you have listened to or at least your parents i guess <laughs> but or your your big cousins play cousins yeah <laughs> so, aunties like, uncles that man's a legend out here but um yeah i think john blaze is like a method man now method man have been oh Johnny Blaze sorry Method Man should have I want to see Method Man and all the things we should do how high 
Oh, that would be fun. I do would you definitely... know? How, do you know how many times I have listened to Dog and Heat? By oh, I love that song. I want a gangster boogie with my gangster bitch. <laughs> love it with the pussy type back thing to Dick. Girl, Missy was on some other shit on that album. Do that album you... came out in 2001, too. That was the last good time we ever had together as a society. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, just Red Man. I mean, and Method Man. I see it for both. Like, mm. Belated happy birthday to Method Man, who turned 50. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. We should do How High. April theme, got it. Big, yeah, got it. Is, is this your April theme? How high and what Friday or something? How high Friday? Fuck, dazed and confused. We got it. We got it. Is dazed and confused? Is that the one with Matthew McConaughey? All right, all right, all right. Oh my god, that movie. <laughs> no, he wants to be governor. He. Can cover these nuts. Yeah, please. I don't want to celebrity <laughs> doing a goddamn thing. I don't like our our current governor, but Jesus Christ, can somebody who has studied the law book? <laughs> you want a governor that don't wear deodorant? You want a musty governor? Girl, I mean, who don't wash his ass? <laughs> you know, the, well, McConaughey who does is, not know shit about shit. This is this is off topic. McConaughey is from Texas, so he'll probably get some people who just will just vote for him because he's from Texas. Because the current sentiment is don't don't California my Texas, which is so funny because we just let Elon Musk build his little musty ass little factory or whatever um, somewhere near Austin, and now he's incorporating his own town. Mm. And so you California the shit out of it. Uber's coming to Dallas, so. You're Californing the shit out of it. Thank you, Rafael Cruz. <laughs> Thank you, Zodiac Killer. But um, yeah, why? No more celebrities in government. Unless you truly know what the hell you're doing. They do not. I don't want you to do government and act. Like, pick a fucking struggle and stick with it. But anyway, um, <laughs> yes, we should do How High. We could revisit that. That'd be fun. Um, also, they're playing Survivor. This is what you were talking about during this green screen escapade. I forgot about that. Uh, so um, the problem is when they're in this hotel, um, first of all, she can't act. <laughs> no, Karma can't act. She cannot act and... I feel like that was a good interpretation of somebody who could not act because she was really like, <gasps> at one point I was like, no. And they wanted her to black it up. Yes, they want, they was like, excuse me, can you put some extra Negro on this? <laughs> Sprinkle a little Negro on the top. We want it to be more urban, you mm-hmm. know, Negro, you know how you people do. Shanae-nae it up is what she said. Yo, they told her to be Shanae-nae. How did white people even figure out who Shanae-nae was? We watched an episode of Martin last night, and we really enjoyed that Shanae-nae character. Thank you. Can you do that? I feel like they heard it in passing. I've always wondered that. Shanae-nae, Shaniqua. Like, how many Shaniquas do you know, Becky? (laughs) 
Like really, truly. I know a few sneak ones, but like, who, who you, where are you meeting these people that you know to reference that? It's so jarring. I'm like, why do you know that? We, I, it's a random person I made up in my imagination. And also I <laughs> caught an episode of Martin last night. <laughs> Instead of losing recipes, y'all picking up the recipes and stealing them for yourself. <laughs> Don't touch our recipes. Um. Yeah, so she wants him to get a job, but, like, he can't because they check his references because he doesn't have a driver's license. Well, quote-unquote, he doesn't have a driver's license. So he can't really, like, get anybody um, his, like, background info because um, they can't do a background check and on him. So he can't get a job anywhere. So he's going to, like, all types of different places. Nobody will hire him. Uh, and he is frustrated, which is different from the original because he just stayed up in the room. My man didn't even try to get a job. And that was, I think, before they even did stuff like background checks and stuff like that. But also, he had the common sense to know that he probably wouldn't be able to go outside because people were looking for him. Yeah, I would wonder if this is like a national... I mean, I know they were looking for him in Philly, but I don't think they realized he was in L.A., uh, but I am surprised they didn't, I mean, it was just, he didn't kill anybody. <laughs> so I guess it's kind of like, bruh, find him on your own. Like don't involve multiple jurisdictions and states. Like we got things to do. He somehow, I don't, I forget exactly how the cat gets out of the bag that he is wanted at work. Somehow the janitor, like the janitorial position that he applies for, like they know. They're like, oh, because he came back, I guess, to like try again. Um, and they were like, yeah, we know it's you, bitch. And he's we like, we're going to call the police. Yeah, we don't and hire like, dirty cops or whatever. And I was like, okay. I was like, oh, all right. Literally all he did was punch somebody. Like, it's not that serious. <laughs> <laughs> like come on so like while he's working on that um carmen is kind of working on john um, blaze yeah call him john blaze yeah <laughs> like, we're working on method man <laughs> i wish <laughs> she's working on blaze like because her friends are like yeah you gotta come like hang out like, yeah, we gotta go were, do all this stuff. I think they were trying to cheer her up, too. Because mm-hmm. um, she's like, it's just not working out like the way I thought, which, like, I mean, that's usually what happens when you move to, like, Hollywood and shit. Like, it's kind of, it's a lot harder than people would think it would be, I would think. Like, you always hear about people getting discovered on the street or whatever, but, you know, it's not working out for Carmen like that. And so they, I think they go shopping, right? Mm-hmm. And also, can I just, first of all, spotlight outfit. Wonderful crop top and the lowest of low rise jeans I've ever seen. The patchwork denim, girl, patchwork denim was like a moment. Mm-hmm. I wanted a pair because I think at this point they weren't even making like you know how the belt loops and stuff they weren't even making that part of pants, <laughs> they just stopped. Like they were, I don't even know if they were they cutting them off because they were leaving them a little frayed too. I was like, how am I supposed to wear these? Or they had like the tiniest little loops. Girl, 
I was like, those are really made for people. I don't know how Beyonce was doing it. Defying gravity. But I love her outfit. It's so early 2000s, like peak early 2000s because everybody had crop tops. Um, I think she's got like an off the shoulder crop top too. Like some weird, um, wasn't like one shoulder off and then she had like, or maybe it was like an asymmetrical cut or something like that. It was very, <laughs> it was very like people were pay- like purchasing like chopped up t-shirts and everything was like very like everything was about the midriff. Mm-hmm. Nobody really, I mean, some people covered up. But, like, Beyonce at this time, you always knew who was wearing which outfit because it was usually Beyonce was in some sort of crop top and low-rise number. Kelly was always wearing shorts. And, and Michelle she, was covered said, from neck to toe. She said, I'm keeping this for the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> that was my favorite part about them. I was like, at least you have you had the one that was wearing this and you had the one that was wearing this. This one was always blonde. This one was always a redhead. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, they're all looking cute and going out. And I think this is when they go to the the uh, the, the tarot reader, mm-hmm. which is Wyclef John. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he gives her friends all good readings. Mm-hmm. They was like, girl, you about to you about to do it big in the music industry. Yes, um, Rashida, you about to do that. And then Nikki, whatever it is, you finna do it. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, Carmen, um, we closed. Girl said, get out. <laughs> he said, we don't do this. We we're we're not doing this tonight. You have to leave. And she's like, what? She's like, yeah, we're not doing readings tonight. Sorry, bye. She's like, well, I'll just do my reading myself. He's like, uh-uh. And she's like, uh. So she, Girl, he, he pulled, grabbed her hand. I was like, that's a little aggressive. Yeah, he's like, don't do that. And she's like, whatever. So she pulled, like, a card that says ruin. She pulled another one that says sorrow. And she pulled another one that says death. And he like, I told you. And, and she so they see the cards when she did it too. So it wasn't one after the other. Like it, it was coming for her. Mm-hmm. Death was happening. <laughs> and he was like, the, was it the cards never lie? Yeah, some of the cards don't lie. The cards never lie. The cards are basically coming for you. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Carmen. Uh, time is almost up for you, good sis. Even mm-hmm. though you just got here, um, it's time for you to pack it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I like this song. This is the best song. Yeah. I think it's probably because they let her sing. Not that she's yeah. not good at like the rapping and everything, but I feel like this is the most distinctive song out of all of the... Is this soundtrack on Spotify? Maybe. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. Oh, oh, no. It's just another podcast that's also talked about this. Shame. Um, yeah, this is the best song. I feel like uh, they, it's just a whole different flow. I mean, the song, like, I feel like I could really understand what was happening. I mean, obviously I knew what was happening, but like, I feel like it was a lot better. It was a lot more 
I don't know how to, like, it was, it was just told in a clearer way, I feel like, in this song. Like, she's talking about she doesn't want to go, like, it's not her time, and she's just not, like, not ready for, to leave, basically. And mm-hmm. I think she raps some here, too, but it's like, it they, they do really well together. I don't know if Beyonce and Wyclef ever did anything else, but um, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And this is like, oh, you know what? I'm wasting time with Joe. It's time for me to pack it up and move on. <laughs> she said, I got to get the fuck out of here. She was like, he a bum. Can't do this no more. <laughs> I mean, she didn't have much time left. She was like, that clock so is spend- ticking. She said, why spend it with a brokey? Yeah. Right. Um, why am I sitting here in this moch, <laughs> this roach motel? She's like, got a blast. Ah! <laughs> JV Neutron got a blast. That that's when she just starts to kind of like fade out of her relationship with him a little bit. Well, she had come home and she was like, I guess he had started packing, and she's like, oh, thank God, <laughs> because she felt like he was doing the like doing the hard part for her she ain't got to break up with him um and so he's talking about how they should get away and like this is not working out because at first she got mad at him because she's like it's not working out for me and my job you're not getting any acting like you're not getting any acting roles and she was about to be like bitch (laughs) And he's like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's like, I think we just need like a change of scenery. Like we should leave California. And she's like, leave. She's like, I ain't leaving. I ain't going nowhere. I don't know about you, but I'm not going nowhere. And he gets pissed because they basically promised forever to each other um, like a week ago. And (laughs) And so he's... He's mad because, like, he's gonna break up her. He wants to come, like, he wants her to come with him. And she's like, I'm not giving up my dreams for you. Um, she didn't tell him about the car or anything, but uh, that ends that. Yep, she's out that door. And, like, meanwhile, she had like met up with like um, Blades and was like, Hey, <laughs> 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 um, so she like he invited her to like his show or something mm-hmm. and she agreed to go so she got that in her back pocket she's like i'm out of here yeah. Um, yeah. and at the same time miller finally finds out where hill is that he's in california he finds out via porter who takes a fifty thousand dollar bribe which I was like, ugh, spineless. Um, and so he's got, like, the cops on his tail. And um, and he's pretty much, I guess he's, like, in, like, a random hotel or whatever. Like, another hotel. Or, or does he stay in the hotel and Carmen leaves? I think Carmen goes and stays with one of her friends. Because they're like, let's just, like, you know, get you dolled up and gussied out so we can go and hang out with, with Blaze. And also some Final Destination shit happens. <laughs> and the damn uh, stereo falls in the, in the tub. Yes, I was like, oh, okay. Tony Todd, death, everybody come to get you. Because I, 
I started laughing. Like, I did not remember that happening, but, like, Girl, that was, was so weird. I was like, come on, where is Devin Sauer? I also watched this other movie this week that kind of reminded me of Final Destination. Oh, no. That was wild. Okay. But... What is it called? Um, It was called Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker, which oh, I heard was you were wild. excited about that. Yes. It was nothing what I thought it was going to be about, but that opening movie was gave me Final Destination 2. Um, the <laughs> opening of it, I was like, ah. Uh. Right. But I, yeah, death was coming for Carmen Jones in that tub. Yeah, she was, um, she was, she almost got, got, <laughs> basically. And um, she's a little freaked out, but she's like, you know what, it's fine. So they go to the concert and Hill is pissed because he sees like a news report or something about the concert. And he sees Carmen on Blaze's arm looking all cute and dolled up as she should. Uh, And he's like, I gotta go get her or whatever. And I was like, oh my God. And so I guess he wanted to get her before, um, before Miller got on the scene. Cause he knows he's coming, but he's worried that's like, Oh, he wants to get to me, so he's going to try to get to you to get to me, which he's right. Um, and first of all, I was very this this concert. <laughs> Why were there like ten dancers on stage? Uh, the old budgets. Mm. That two thousand one money. <clears throat> when when you would just put on an album and expect to go platinum. Mm-hmm. And now the girls are arguing about streaming services and streaming numbers. And you know they get paid like a quarter of a cent for each of those streams. Y'all are generating maybe one dollar mm. every seven days for them people. Because oh. people be acting, we're, talk, we're actually recording this on Grammy night. So I just find it really funny because people really just be arguing about why their fave wasn't nominated for a Grammy or whatever based on the number of streams they got, which I'd be cheating anyways because I'd be letting the shit play all repeat, all mute <laughs> for <laughs> hours and hours and hours. I was like, that's not how that works. And also, um, you're not making them a lot of money. Yeah, you gotta you gotta buy the album too. You gotta, you know, get the products and stuff. I don't even know buy the album. Shit, go, when you can tour again, when people can tour again, I guess that's what you're gonna have to do because they're gonna need it. Some of them are really gonna need it. But uh, back in the day, uh, people would just go platinum just for any old goddamn reason. Mainly mm-hmm. because you had to buy the album. You didn't have things like, you know, Spotify and listen to the song and be like, oh, this is ass, you know. Do you remember just going to the store? Go, remember going to the store, period. Also, <laughs> remember. <laughs> being alive yeah remember going to the store and just buying an album based on the like the album art and just oh. be like huh and then finding out if you like it or not Ugh, the worst i got so many albums from like family members like people would buy me like albums by people that like they assumed that i liked because i was a young um preteen and listen to the album and be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I used to love doing that. So, like, it's, I loved it. Because, like, if something looked pretty or it looked nice, I'd be like, ooh, let me buy this. And I'm like, okay, well, this song's not good, but this song is good. 
And then like, if the art was nice, then I'll have something to look at. Also, you know what, too? People, like, before, people would make, like, the album, the album cycle was much longer than it is now. Because everybody's talking about Doja Cat and how her album cycle is so long because she keeps releasing songs from the album which of course i mean why not <laughs> if the album is still getting play why why not but it's very unusual um because people are used to somebody releasing an album and then never talking about it or going on tour or like making like one music video and then following it up with something like six months later if that so um, back in the day, things took a long time. So you might get like a few videos and a few singles before the album would drop. Mm-hmm. Um, and now people have decided that everything needs to be a surprise. And guess why? Because <laughs> of this young lady right here. Beyonce. Beyonce. That was a good time though. I was asleep in a movie theater. I was seeing one Bitch, of them fucking hobbits. I was seeing, I went to a midnight showing of a Hobbit movie, which... Oh, those movies were ass. I was knocked the fuck out. I I woke up and somebody was like tweeting about Beyonce released the album. Bitch, get on Apple Music right now. Get on iTunes. And I woke up like Beyonce. (laughs) Woke up out of your movie theater seat coffin. So my way like home at like two o'clock in the morning, I'm over here listening to Beyonce on my way home. Oh, did you download it like in the parking lot? I bought it immediately. I did too. Shit, I was like, excuse me, who got what? Didn't care. D- didn't care. Just bought it. Just people, bought it. People try to discredit her for that, but people also don't understand. For someone like Beyonce, this woman is very, very meticulous. Even before. She started managing herself, which if it makes sense that you be extremely meticulous when you're putting it out under your own sort of situation, like you are the first and last um, to sign off on everything or whatever. But like even before that, like she was very meticulous about everything. She had a lot of plans. She had big budgets for stuff. Um, I remember that photo shoot of hers for four, like the behind the scenes of all that. It was just like on a rooftop in Paris and stuff, which that's not a big deal. But like everything else surrounding that album was like a huge fucking deal with girls. Remember the girls video? It was so dramatic. There's so much happening. (laughs) Who run the world? That one, not girls. Run the world. Mm -hmm. Girls, that video was so fucking dramatic. So much budget. Mm -hmm. I feel like Beyonce's one of the last people to actually have a budget for anything. And so, from like the old days. Um, but yeah, she did not used to, like she was very meticulous about things, which is what something I've always liked about her is that she didn't like things to look janky. And when it did look janky, she was pissed. And I feel like that's part of the reason why she probably got a little bit of the reputation she used to have um, in the early Aughts, because aside from the whole big blow up with Destiny's Child, she just was like a little bit more of like a, I want this like this. And I feel like as she got older, she's a little bit more vocal about stuff like that. But just to see her just be like, here, have it. <laughs> and everybody being like, bitch, what the hell? Where did this album come on a Friday, Thursday night, Friday morning? Mm-hmm. And people are like, well, that's nothing. 
um, this band from the mid, I was like, nobody cares about this band from the mid nineties. This is Beyonce. This is something completely different. Black people do not get the chance to just drop shit <laughs> without like, making it hot. Okay. We do not get the chance to do that stuff. And she was just like, here, it's, it's here. Have it. I'm worried, but here y'all have it. <laughs> And she had a wonderful budget for everything. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of planned into it. Um, that went into it. She did, just, you know, just say, here, fuck it, and have the song or whatever. But that was a that was a life-changing moment. Mm-hmm. I was just watching Scandal <laughs> with the rest of Twitter. And somebody said, Beyonce got an album out. And I was like, y'all lying. I, I, I couldn't believe it. And that, that is my favorite Beyonce album. Uh, I feel like I love that one. I do. Four Four gets a bad rap from people. Four is my before Beyonce. Four was my favorite. Four is a good album. She was on her. I'm an adult and I am taking control. That was her first album after she stopped uh, being managed by her dad. Amen. <laughs> and she said, "I'm going to do this shit my way." And um. I mean, everybody knows that the best one is B-Day. <laughs> but for some reason, 4 gets a bad rap. My favorite is always B-Day. Um, Start to finish. Hit after hit after hit. Yeah, I I have one that I... I have a couple I can't listen to, but... There's, like, a couple of the slower songs, I think, on, like, the deluxe version. I'm like, I don't, I don't actually need that. But, like, <laughs> all the songs she made videos for... Um, because I would like to also say, if we're talking about Beyonce's artistry, she's one of those people who grew up in, you know, the eighties and nineties when doing music videos was a big deal. And so she's always going to probably make her music videos a big deal. Um, because why Mm -hmm. wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. There's really nothing more fun than gathering around the TV and watching something crazy ass music video premiere. Those times were fun. Uh, so I guess during this time, this little altercation that they're having because Hilden showed up and, and grabbed Carmen backstage and they're arguing and he's worried about, um, he's worried about Miller coming and Miller is up there with this girl, first of all, a bright white silencer. Come on. I was like, what? Like, I had no idea what happened. Because, like, usually when I watch this movie, I just zone out because whatever. So I was like, what's going on now? Yeah, they were arguing back and forth. And he's, I thought he was going to shoot Hill. Me too. He didn't shoot Hill. He shot Carmen twice in the back, which I think is, I mean, it's still bad. Like, a woman still dies, but, like, um, way better than her being strangled to death. I was like, let's not repeat O. I don't think I could have taken another girl. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but that movie really kind of fucked me up. (laughs) My little young ass. I was like, don't choke her, please. This is not, I don't want to see you strangle this woman. This this is not, this is not fun. I haven't seen that in a long time. I think I watched up until that first time when he choked, what's her face, Julia Stiles. And I was like, okay, no, let's watch something else. Yeah, I think that was around the time I was reading Shakespeare. 
Okay. And also, yeah. Okay, we found out something new about Brittany today. Uh, <laughs> and then he shot her twice in the back. But then didn't have enough bullets to shoot Hill. And so then they start fighting, which Carmen is dying. <laughs> Nobody says, hey, let's go get a medic. <sighs> Yet again. Yeah, they just let this woman die. I'm like, oh, God, men. Fucking men. And so um, and in the scuffle, uh, Miller throws, or no, sorry, Hill throws Miller over the fucking, like, uh, I don't know what you call this, like, this little back- balcony thing backstage, throws him onto the stage, and he dies. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like, in the middle of the concert. So all the all the dancers scatter, Blaze scatters. Um, and so he ends up going down for both Carmen's murder and Miller's murder. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait. You made it worse. <laughs> How did you make it manage to make it worse? Because at least he only beat the sergeant's ass in the original. He didn't kill him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> and then there's this long recap. I don't have no idea why they did that. And then Debrat, who has been the narrator at the beginning and at the end of the movie, um, does like her little closing rap and lays a rose down down about there'll never never be another one like Carmen Brown. And I was very I was very confused why she was there, but I was like, maybe this is another record label thing, you know. Jermaine don't go nowhere without Debrat and Lil Bow Wow. So Yeah. I guess they all called the fam together. Yeah. And then that's the end of the movie. So would you recommend this movie? I don't know if you would recommend it. You the one with the, the DVD in your house. <laughs> okay. You want my honest opinion? I want your honest opinion. You managed to go through this whole episode without one. <laughs> okay. So. You didn't hmm. do one reenactment. One <laughs> impression. So, again. I own this movie. I have a physical copy of it. I've had it for a million years. Um, it wasn't as bad as I remembered it to be. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is I didn't remember it at all. So okay. I wouldn't recommend watching it because it's not fun. Like, it's not a good film. And that's not saying okay so like I feel like the acting in it is fine like I feel like Beyonce does an okay job like Mm -hmm. she's a fine actress like I don't I don't I think she did a a good thing in not really pursuing acting like not doing it though like mm, beyond the couple of movies that she's in let's 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 Okay, Let, you got Austin Powers. You got we got Austin Panther. Powers. You got Fighting Temptations, and yes. we have Obsessed. You have Obsessed. You have um, Dream Girls, and you have uh, was it Cadillac Records? Oh, I forgot about Cadillac Records. I actually Ooh, forgot yeah. about that too. 
But beyond those films, I think that is... Why are her videos on IMDb? Enough? I'm so confused. Like, I I enjoy Beyonce as a singer. Like, she's one of my favorite singers. Like, she is... I love Beyonce, but I have to be realistic and say, like, as an actress, not everyone is meant to act and that's not saying anything bad about it like certain people can do it a little better like queen latifah like latifah is i feel like almost known more for her acting than her rapping. yeah like at this point could because she was able to transition out of having like a music career into acting yeah, and Will Smith was a rapper, and he was able to transition out of his entertainment, like his singing—well, not singing, but like his, his rapping, rapping career into oh acting. What was that album he put out like way after he had stopped rapping? He came back for one. Was it called like, Switch? Boom! Turn around and I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and again, that's not saying like she's bad at in the pro like she's not great in like Cadillac records as Etta James but it is what it is but she's okay as Carmen Brown um she's really good in the mad parts and when she had to do like the seduction scene even though she didn't like that scene or whatever like I thought she did pretty well I was like yeah. I, see, I was like no I could definitely see you being a young woman just out here yellowing it up <laughs> and mm-hmm. being like fuck it who cares I'm here and I'm fine I'm cute and I want you yeah what makes it like difficult for me to recommend this movie is like you have Carmen an opera like you have Carmen the, an opera which has music right. it has music if you want to take it and move it to a new medium like if you want to take it and move it to like a hip hop frame like you can take all that music and sample it and make new music from it and that's what I feel like should have been done and that would have been so hot to do they didn't really do um habanera the way I thought they were like that would have been with Beyonce on it yeah I don't know why they didn't because they started to and then it went off into this whole song about like I want you come to my house. <laughs> like if you had taken that music and just sample parts of it, like and use and the the lyrics of the music is fine, but just mm-hmm. the music itself is not good. But if you had sampled the music from the opera and made it contemporary, just like they did with Carmen Jones then that would have been better. Like, it would have made a better movie. And I understand that you do have limitations of it being an MTV made-for-TV movie, but you still could have, you know, fiddled with it a little bit to do it in that manner, I feel. Yeah, it's not like they had um, a lot going on behind the scenes to prep with the music and everything. So I don't. Especially like if you have like DeBrat, you have Jermaine Dupree, you have like Wyclef John, you have like all these people. You have Rod Digger, like you have 
talent here who like you have that talent who are like rappers why did they get you to do this stuff to produce it yeah that probably would have cost too much (laughs) yeah but like you have these people here like if me as a viewer like i would assume like we could do this so that's the reason why i wouldn't recommend it because like it's just not it's not a fun experience to watch and even if you're updating it 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 is kind it's not necessarily boring it's just not as entertainment entertaining as it could potentially be especially with all the star power in the film itself yeah but it was a nice like look at 2001 yeah i think like if you weren't there you might be like what the hell is this (laughs) and especially since a lot of these um singers well i guess rappers um a lot of people involved with the movie don't really make music the way they used to like i don't i feel like raw digga still does stuff but also i feel like she um doesn't like it's kind of weird because like new york rappers are a whole different ecosystem (laughs) so like if you're down here like you usually don't hear a lot of this stuff i feel like she's she features on other people's stuff is what i'm looking at right now and we keep saying raw digger like we expect people to know who that is too raw digger was a rapper (laughs) (laughs) go listen to party and bullshit like it's on apple music it's probably on spotify it's good I mean, hey. I feel but, like, who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of somebody completely different. Um, who is it that's always hosting the BET Awards? MC Light? Yes, that's who. For some reason, I feel like that's the same. It's not the same. But, like, I feel like where I keep thinking I'm seeing Rod Digger, it's actually MC Light. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen Rod Digger in a long time. Yeah, I don't know what she's. I don't know what she's up to. But Rod Digger be or not Rod Digger. Sorry, MC Light be hosting things. Mm-hmm. She don't. She don't play. She's like, please let me host. I will host the BET Awards until the day I'm old. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think some of these some of these um, people you either know in one way or another. Um, like, you know, you probably know Bow Wow is that like ridiculous person who used to rap, um, who now be on, uh, the internet looking stupid. <laughs> There's no other way I can say that he just really be on the internet looking stupid. And then, um, obviously, you know, Beyonce, the way, you know, Beyonce, even though, like we were saying last episode, um, many people were not there for the come up. Many people became fans in 2013 and we can tell. And it's okay. It's really okay. You know, we all come to the light at one point or another. It just bothers me when there's revisionary history <laughs> involved. Like, for instance, we were talking about Nasty Girl. Somebody tried to say it was satire, and I was like, bitch, it was not satire. No, that, that no, was that, real. That was a genuine church girl reaction to somebody. <laughs> I don't, you don't have to play. Like, she was a baby when she wrote that song. Like, we all make mistakes. She's clearly grown from that, and she probably does not think that way anymore. Hopefully, um, but yeah, I don't like the the revisionist history that comes around Beyonce sometimes. I'm like, we were 
we were all not there and you could tell <laughs> and i like to people to have their facts straight oh yeah some of us are old so I let her be a person she's not infallible she's a genuine person that makes mistakes yeah it is cool um so yeah it's very it's very fun to see beyonce as like a young girl um Clearly putting up with a lot behind the scenes, but still being kind of, you know, she seems like a regular, like, cool girl that you want to hang out with. Yeah. So I don't really know if anybody younger, like super young, would want to watch this movie. I feel like you would want to watch it if you were, like, remembering old times. Um, especially if you watch this like me, where you watch this like one time and never saw it again, and you don't remember much of it. Um you know, it's very nice to see the old fashioned, the old aviator glasses, um, the micro braids, the cornrows, the low rise jeans, the do rags. At one point, Beyonce had a do rag on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which people always, that is the other thing about her in revisionist history. People always should be like, oh, Beyonce just came to her blackness. I'm like, no, she didn't. That's why. That's how I know you were not here. You were not there when I was there. She's been like this for a long time, but it is a little different now because she can say a little, she not can say, but she says a little bit more through her music than she did in the past. Yeah. But I always thought it came out like in their dress and the way they talk, which always used to drive me crazy because people be calling her dumb. And I was like, this is just a country-ass girl from Texas. Like, I'm sorry, it's not perfect English <laughs> or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I'm like, she always dressed away. She always was like, yes, I'm a black girl from Houston, Texas. Like, I feel like this is like a nice nostalgia trip down memory lane. Uh, if you like to see what life is like, well, what the things we were like dressing like and um what we held near and dear 20 years ago that sounds so fucking far away yeah oh shit i was a baby Mm. i was in my early 40s oh okay so what what are you now mid (laughs) late 50s (laughs) she cannot decide So, uh, yeah, if you want to watch Carmen, I don't really know where you can watch this uh, aside from renting it. I know this was on Netflix for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who stepped in and said, pull that shit down. But, like, it's not on there anymore. Um, it might end up on Paramount Plus. We don't know. Um, but if you do feel the way, you know, if you're feeling the spirit of nostalgia move through you, Go ahead. Why not? Do you have anything that you would recommend to pair with this hip hop rock? You know what's so weird? I don't want to like <laughs> the fact that people compare these two people really drives me crazy. But I was thinking of Romeo Must Die. Oh. It's not a musical at all, but you're watching like a woman. I feel like this is Aaliyah's first role, right? In yes. Romeo Must Die, um, uh-huh. there was a lot of music in this movie. This is one of the my favorite um, movie soundtracks. I Ooh. actually 
own a, like a burnt copy of this somewhere in an unmarked CD, I think. So I have no idea where it is, but this is like one of my favorite. Destiny's Child actually has a song on here um, that is one of my favorite songs that they ever did. And um, Aaliyah had a few songs on the soundtrack, obviously. People know that very well. But yeah, something about this just feels very... Like, I wish this is what they had done production-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I feel like, didn't this have something to do with MTV, or am I making that up? No, this was like a traditional film, I think. Well, I feel like if you are going to do something um, with a lot of, like, young star power, I guess. Well, I don't know. This is, Aaliyah was mostly the youngest person in this movie. Like, the mm-hmm. most, like, youth oriented person um because a lot of people in this movie are actually like older actors <laughs> and then you have like you had jet lee but um i feel like people mostly connected to Leah in this movie mm-hmm. like that's why we all went and saw the movie so um yeah i don't know why but it just this just came to me as like the movie that i feel like i would watch like for the same Similar vibe, I guess. Okay. Girl, Isaiah Washington was in this movie. Mm-hmm. He was, because I also recently watched this. <laughs> and Anthony Anderson. And Delroy Linda. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. I was going to keep on also the vibe of, like, singers trying their hand at acting and, okay. you know, recommending a movie with our... You know, well no, Moesha Mitchell going with Brandy. Okay. You know, a film that has songs that all sound the same. They and, sure do. <laughs> um, Rogers and Hammerstein syndrome. Was this a Rogers and Hammerstein? Yes. Projection? Okay, they fell off with this one because this songs really do sound the same, except for Impossible. Yes. I um, oh. watched it like everybody else. And I was like, damn, these songs really do sound the same. I I tried to I tried to go back and rewatch it and I was like, okay, 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 when impossible gonna pop up. Okay, <laughs> okay. And then all the songs are sounding the same. Too. I was like, dang, when does Winnie go back? <laughs> but you know, we're seeing someone try like to move out of television into film um, with Brandy before she tries her hand at horror. Was this before? With I, I don't know what you did last summer. I believe it's either a little before or around the same time. Yeah. Ooh, talk about uh, the duality of man. <laughs> and she's doing a musical. So she is still in like her home, but like a little different. Yeah, she's singing with her mentor and idol. Mm-hmm. Um, which I always think about that video of them two singing the song, and she's <laughs> Whitney's giving her direction and stuff, and it's really sweet. Um, I yeah, I that was interesting to watch because everybody's been begging for that shit to be on Disney Plus. Because everybody's like, "Damn shit, if you own it, like put it up there." So mm-hmm. I don't know what was taking them so long, but you know, behind the scenes shit always, but um. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I would say some Rogers and Hammerstein really did fall off. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was Rogers' fault. Maybe I don't know who was alive. Who was alive? They were. They 
could not have both been alive, were they really? I was just like, okay. But it was nice to revisit for the like 20 minutes I revisited. Um, Pause. Okay, they weren't even live. Okay, don't do them. You were trying to do my dudes. Don't do that. I, <laughs> they were not alive. They weren't. Of course, I wasn't alive in 1997. But. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> This is the this is adapted from their musical. Yes. Okay. You were they trying was, to make it seem like they were in the writers' room, and I was like, uh, "No, they had been, they had been in the ground." Yes, but <laughs> I was like, "Are you don't try to tell me that you're trying to make it like the the Disney songs of today, and they go no. back in the studio and try to add some flavor." And I'm like, "You need to no. stop touching." But it was the the film is Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, okay. based on their music. Okay. But all the music was like <laughs> it really is, it really does sound the same if we're gonna talk about music. <laughs> but the songs are not stacked up on top of each other like Carmen's are. No. But it, it reminded me of the thing. But it was still kinda entertaining and I would recommend to watch it, to check it out, revisit, see how you feel about it. hmm I wish they had done Carmen more as like a music video. Hmm. Like a, more like stylized trying, i know they mentioned that they wanted to try to like do like a hybrid dramatic film and music video because you can see in some of the shots and i was like what is this robert doing <laughs> and then uh why didn't they just do this is pre visual album <laughs> but i feel like if they did this today because Beyonce's, I think, is going to do visual albums for, like, the rest of her career, possibly. Um, I feel like this would come out very differently. I feel like we would have a lot more positive reaction to it. Yeah. Um, because it would have more of, like, a interlinked story between them. But also, like, not all the songs would sound the same. Yeah. And the, Yeah. So... But I mean, Cinderella is just some good old fashioned family fun featuring a legend and Brandy, who at this point is also pretty legendary. I thought she was going to leave it like that. No, I think I've listen. No one play with me about Never Say Never and Full Moon. Brandy was also so, you know, self-titled was also good. I, I, I love Brandy when I was younger. Brandy was it for mm-hmm. a lot of black girls. Brandy was the reason why my hair stayed, bra- uh, stayed braided for a mm-hmm. majority of my childhood, which mm-hmm. I was not happy about because nobody told me you could get multicolors. Had you told me I could get colors, I would have said, okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I agree. I would say, yeah, some good old nostalgia. Watch yourself some Cinderella and some Carmen. So, yeah, so we have no idea what we're doing next month. We have an idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany's really excited about <laughs> You are extremely excited about it. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I think they'll be a little bit different. Um, mm-hmm. The format won't be different, but we will be... A bi-coastal podcast. Yeah. So this is going to be yeah. quite the interesting journey. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have to figure out time differences. Oh, and you know me. Yeah, I'm going to have to remind you a lot. 
Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, just look out for them episodes. They should be, um, I mean, nothing's really changing. It's just, you know, locations are changing. So um, mm-hmm. we'll, of course, announce those, um, I guess, when we pick. So, as always, you can find us pretty much everywhere, but especially at these places, on Twitter at BLK Girl Film Club, um, on line at blackgirlfilmclub.com you can email us at uh, blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com you can hit us up on instagram at the same handle blackgirlfilmclub uh you can listen to us on spotify on itunes on soundcloud and pretty much anywhere else you get podcasts please leave us a review if you feel it down in your spirit and also send us a little listener letter we haven't gotten any in a minute yeah we appreciate them ashley knows how to read she tells me what they're about. Yeah, let me double check. I I scan them. I I I read. I can read sometimes. So yeah, as always, thank you for listening. Yes, as always. Thank you for joining us on this nostalgia trip. Yes. And thank you for listening to me stutter through half of it. I don't know what the hell I've been saying. And um, time change got me fucked up, bruh. Same. <laughs> I'm a husk of a person. I'm a More husk. than usual. <laughs> I'm an empty shell of a woman. <laughs> I, I looked up and it was 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock. Or, I don't even know what time it is, but I was like, why is it daylight outside? I don't like that. <laughs> and most people are like, thank you, Jesus, it's daylight. And I'm like, hell no. I need the, the cover of darkness. But um, anyway, is there anything else you want to say? No. I didn't get to rant about Tenet because this episode is too long already, but Christopher Nolan put down the fucking pen. It's a wrap. Yes, I agree. You don't need to do any more. We're done. No. Just yes. do the stunts, do the fight scenes, sell that to some, be a consultant, but the pen, the storytelling, the script writing, you are done, sir. Yes. We are done. I haven't seen it, but I agree. Because I'm oh. still mad about all the Batmans and you ruining superhero movies. As so, soon boom. As, we, as soon as we cut this off, I'm going to have a moment. <laughs> oh, I had a moment yesterday. Ooh, I had a moment. Thank you, Jesus. I didn't pay for that because I would have been pissed. Um, but anyways, I guess since we don't have anything else to say, we should say bye. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all.